The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. For cartoon girls, there's hot. I only just about remember them. Um, I kind of do, but I sort of don't. They're not quite as hot as the um, Captain Caveman girls. Mm. Do you remember those? Just about. Um, Didn't they make a, f- a live-action film? A live-action film of Josie and the Pussycats, uh, Pussycats recently. But uh, call straight to air tonight, by the way, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call in. We won't call you back tonight. Um, but um, I've just started listening to this podcast that I think Dredge might have recommended a while ago. But I just found it because I was looking on podcasts of Beach Boys and Monkeys, and as, as I always do. And um, it's, uh, I think it's called Echo Valley. It's, it's bubblegum music. Oh. It's a podcast hosted by Professor Bubblegum. And um, it's a not particularly in-depth look at different, uh, different groups of bubblegum music. So the first one I listened to was the Danny Bonaducci solo album. Um, he was Danny Partridge. Then the second one I listened to was the tribute to David Cassidy. And uh, I think the next one I'm going to listen to is the Josie and the Pussycats one. It's great, man! I was listening, and I don't know how they do it. They must... But yeah, all the songs are in there. They must be breaking some kind of um, copyright. Yeah, but someone's uh, got to catch them. Someone's got to catch them. Professor Bubblegum is on the loose. Uh, so I've been listening to that, and I've been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. Bubblegum music, for those who don't know, it's like the the most disposable um, sec- subsection of the most disposable genre. The most disposable genre being pop, and uh, bubblegum is like a tiny, dis- you know, just you're supposed to hear it for two and a half minutes, bubblegum for your ears, and then you forget about it. Um, and that would be things like... Um, 
Oh, who did that song? Um, yummy, yummy, yummy. I've got love in my tummy. Do you know that song? I know it, but I don't That's know That's an incredible it. record. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I've got love in my tummy. Which, at first hearing, you think, oh, that's cute. Second hearing, you think, ooh. Is that, ooh. Is that safe? Is that hygienic? Um, Almost certainly not. No, 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 no. Put a thing on it, whichever end it's going in. Um, and uh, Simple Simon says. Oh. Simple Simon so, says. Put that, your hands on you. That was da, one da, of my da, grandma da, and granddad's da, party da, hits. Yeah, that's a good song. That. We're Grand Bam. Sorry? We're Grand Bam. The Sweet. Well, Sweet's an interesting one, right? Because The Sweet are British. And the sweet, I think, were the sweet were a rock group, right? But they weren't very good, and so these producers, I think I've got this story right. So these producers um, got in touch and said, um, "Look, we can get you hits, right? But you've got to do it our way." And they went, "Yeah, sure, okay." And doing it their way was um, right in the studio. It's all going to be played for, uh, played by session musicians. You don't get to write the songs; we write the songs. And you do it. And, of course, they had massive hits like Wigwam Bam, Blockbuster, which is a great song. Um, was Tiger Feet sweet or was that Mud? The mud. Ti- so, there, was, there was another. So there was, there was Wigwam Bam. There was um, uh, Blockbuster. There was another really... Oh, um... Ballroom Blitz. Oh, well, that's Ballroom a belting song. And the backs in everyone attack! Uh, and and then, of course, as always happens with these things, the band got sick and tired of being, you know, session men. They said, right, for this next album, we're going to re- go and write our own songs and record our own songs. Oh, what a surprise. Good it was luck with a that, flop. guys. What a surprise. It was a flop. But this Bubblegum podcast, in this this wonderful weather, if you want to phone up and complain about the weather, be my guest. I'm not going to be that guy tonight. Um uh, but I think we all know my feelings on hot weather. If you want to phone up and slag off the weather, you're very, very welcome to. That can happen this this evening. But driving around in this weather, listening to um, a bubblegum music, it really is. I mean, God almighty, I'm 45. What's the date today? The uh, 7th. I'm 45 in four weeks. Hey, hey, Chihuahua. Planning to grow up? Hey, baby, you want to buy a donkey with that? No, not in the slightest. I don't have the slightest intention of doing that. Um, I had a good weekend. Uh, can I can I say this? Can I say this? I'm happy. Wow. Look at Sam's face. I'm happy. Just throw that out there. Uh, You're still happy. You were happy yesterday yay, and today. Yay! Even though I found out I'm not doing Good Morning Britain tomorrow, um, uh, I've started, so I finished. I shouldn't say it's because I slagged off Jeremy Clarkson. There's now an internal investigation going on at ITV. I did. If you saw Good Morning Britain today, I was rude about Jeremy Clarkson, saying I didn't think it was appropriate that he was the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and we just watched it. And I, I you know, within the first five minutes, he slagged off three countries, four countries. And uh, so on Good Morning Britain today, I, I kind of slagged off Jeremy Clarkson. Huge fawawi. Um, and my appearance on Good Morning Britain tomorrow has been cancelled as a direct result of that quote, I suspect. 0344 499 1000. But, but apart from that, 
Um, uh, I've, I've had a, a, a great weekend, and thank you to everybody who watched Lights Out Part 2, Ian Lee Sleeps at the Weekend. This was a real thing I did. I was talking about doing it ages ago. And because I was living in the marital home, it didn't seem appropriate, and my kids could have burst in at any point. And, uh, but now I'm living in, um, uh, in, uh, in a flea pit. I thought, I'm going to do it. So Saturday night, I live-streamed on Periscope and YouTube my preparing for bed activities and me sleeping. It ran for nearly 12 hours. Farts and all. Farts and all. Well, I did think, seriously, I thought I could stifle the farts. I thought, no, if I'm doing that and I'm not being true, if, if, if for performance art to be, to be valid, it's got to be true and honest. So I did. I spent ages working out how to connect Periscope to YouTube, and I've done it. And um, so it streamed, and, and it's not on YouTube at the moment. YouTube have taken it down because the first 10 minutes, it's me watching a program called The Crossing. Have you seen The Crossing? The Crossing is great, right? It's on Amazon Prime, right? The Crossing is great. Okay, so it's a, it's a small town in America, right? And these people wash up on the beach. Mm-hmm. 500 people wash up on the beach. Only 50 are still alive. So 450 dead people. They won't say where they... They've all got American accents. They get talking to this little girl. So why are you here? We're fleeing. What are you fleeing? The war. All right. What country are you from? America. Cops says, uh, there's no war in America. There will be. They come from 250 years in the future. Wowzers! That's what I'm talking about. The crossing. It's great! It will disappoint me and let me down, but I'm enjoying the journey. Um, but so for the first 10 minutes of Lights Out Part 2, Ian Lee Sleeps, I was watching The Crossing, and YouTube has got some mighty fine detectors on there, and it detected, it's owned by Disney, and it detected that. So, so, so then I kind of, um, anyway, the, the video's been taken down. It will get sorted out. I should have just cut the first 10 minutes off. It'll get sorted out so you can watch it. But it's me, um, uh, preparing for bed, watching something, um, and then going to sleep. Going to sleep. I was really, here's the thing. I was really, really hot because I had a t-shirt on. I was in my pants, but I had a t-shirt on because I wasn't, and it was a hot night and I wasn't going to do it semi-nude. Um, that's also, for Lights Out Part 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the pay-per-view. Then also, I couldn't sleep very well because I had to have, like, the, the, the bedside light on so that people could see, obviously, because you can't do night vision on, a, on an iPhone, which seems dumb to me. So I had a light, so I couldn't sleep very well. And it took me ages to get this. And I had LBC on, and I, th- I thought, well, this is what I would normally do on a Saturday night. I'd listen to Nick Abbott, and, uh, you know, and I did. Um, and, and I fell asleep, and I got up in the middle of the night a few times when I had a pee and fell asleep. Did you check your room? Order. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been in hospital. Well, and also, sure. also, I had to be so careful when I woke up in the morning. Why? What's the story, morning glory? Um, I always have an erection when there's a camera pointed at me. There are three pointed at me at the moment. Um, but no, you got to be, got to be careful. And uh, I did it. And here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Lots of people are going, why? Well, stupid, stupid. It's not. It's art. Art isn't stupid. Art makes us question ourselves. It makes us question society, question our role, question the artist. Um, and if people thought it was stupid, that's fine. It got a reaction. The live stream on Periscope, 25,000 views. 25,000 views. Couple that with 1,300 views on the YouTube channel. Um, 
And some people, some people stayed up all night and watched me sleep. Just let that sink, just let that sink in for a bit. They stayed up all night, Catherine, and watched me sleep. Have you alerted the authorities? Um, it's very, it's very strange. So here's what I'm thinking. The next weekend, when I haven't got responsibilities of going and seeing the kids and stuff, I'm doing a whole weekend fixed camera. So so the camera will... Because this place I'm in at the moment, and I hopefully won't be there for more than a, two or three months now. Um, I've been there for a very long time. But it's just it's just a bed... And a, ta- and a table and a telly and the sink is there. It's a kitchen, you know, like a cooker and the, the bathroom. So it will just be a fixed, when I get the new house, we'll have cameras everywhere. But it'll just be a fixed, what? <laughs> just be a fixed camera on the bed, which is where I spend most of the time because I sit there and play PlayStation and watch films and stuff. And it will either start Friday, it will probably start Saturday morning and go through till Monday morning, just fixed on that bed. And if I go out, you don't see anything. And I come back and you see stuff. So it's going to be. God, you're going to have a lot of disappointed perverts by the end. Um, well, or maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. This is the way forward. Um, I, I, and, and I love the. Um, well, it's. Not, I was going to say the pretentiousness. It's not pretentious. Pretentious is pretending to be something that that, that you're not, or pretending something is something it isn't. It's a performance art piece. It's not pretentious of me to say that because that's what it is. Now, if it has. Um, uh, uh, J- John Lennon got laughed at when he did his bed in for peace. Did it a couple of times, I think, once in Toronto and once in Amsterdam. And basically, what it was, him and Yoko were in bed. The one in Amsterdam was, was their honeymoon. It's him and Yoko in bed for a week, and they invited all the press in for a week. Imagine the smell. I know. And um, and they, it was about peace. He said, "We're here to promote peace, right?" And he had signs up, and they recorded "Give Peace a Chance" and all of that. And people laughed at them right i happen to think it's a really i i i i've thought this for a while i think it's a really sweet naive stunt i think it's 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 cute i think it's funny i think it's really funny actually um and uh you know it is it, not there promoting you know rape and murder he's saying peace which is a nice message peace is a nice message and i think it's a cute if if naive stunt and people would laugh at him and he said look i don't care if people are laughing at me it's getting a reaction it's getting a reaction and it's right man and people were calling me all kinds of things on twitter and saying i was disappeared up my own fundament but it was getting a reaction that's what art is uh we'll take calls straight to air tonight dear listener for three hours because it's a bank holiday phones are always a little bit tricky dicky on a bank holiday so let's see where we go oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand probably free from most la- most lines most packages may cost you a few pence this is the late night alternative with ian lee and Catherine boyle only on talk radio across the uk online and on dab the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's do this. 0344 499 1000. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. Nothing's off limits. You can ask whatever you want, talk about whatever you want. If you want to be silly and stupid, then tonight is the place and the time, and this is the whatever. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? Hi, Ian. Hello? Oh, you alright, boss? Yeah, I'm alright, boy. Where, where are you? Have you shrunk? Sorry, Ian. Oh, I didn't realise it was straight to air tonight. Okay, thanks very much for calling. Let's go to line two. Hello, line two. You're on the wireless. 
I've watched you sleep. I bet you have, you dirty lady. No, 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 I meant, I meant Cass. I live across the road. Oh, dear God! Hello, line three, you're on the wireless. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 line three. How are we doing, Ian? Very, very well. I'm happy. Oh, good, good. And how's Cass? I'm fair to middling. <laughs> fair to middling. That's uh, the English way. I've uh, I've got a treat for you to start the Monday the Monday show oh, off. Oh, treat! He says as long as it's not I, I chocolate. I'm in all, all day yesterday because I've got no, like no social life. So yes. I hope you like it. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to hear it? Yes. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Then it's about three minutes long. I expect to see. I want to say hello to the YouTube people as well. Here we go. I want to see your best break dancing and, uh... Okay. Found an old radio from the 1970s. Should we turn it on and see what's on? Funny. 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 I'm hoping it picks up a little bit. see how i ended well i enjoyed it but it, it was not you know three minutes is long is long in the in the show business industry and um also couldn't i couldn't hear it all if i could i couldn't hear what the robot um couldn't hear what the robot was saying could you hear what the robot was saying could you Funny. Hear, Funny. No, said the robot that was the, ro- the robot was saying more than than just that <laughs> couldn't, i couldn't quite hear what the uh, the robot was saying but thank you for that caller thank you callers um, making things. Who'd have thunk it? Um, uh, you know, we've inspired people to make podcasts, to, to, um, uh, make their own radio, go on radio, do their own shows. Um, that's exciting, isn't it? That's exciting. So exciting. I hope none of them are, are better than me. That, I mean, that's a, no, that's, that's the, the, the key thing. Um, I hope none of them are, are become better than me. That's, because uh, then... They're not be screwed. It's like the, the, that, that Larry Sanders documentary. He made, you know, he, he did the Gary Shandling show, which was groundbreaking, and then he, a, bit, a bit hit and miss. Then he did the Larry Sanders show, which was groundbreaking and hit. Then he did some movies that were terrible. 
um, and then he kind of, sort of took a back seat and became a mentor for younger comics. I don't want to be a mentor. No. I don't want to mentor anybody. I want to be at the top of my... I want to be just below the middle of my game. So uh, you want to be worshipped. <laughs> it's basically it, isn't it? Yes, I do. Hello, line four. You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian and Cass. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Funny enough, you're talking about people creating their own radio shows. Yes. And I'm calling as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> today's been nice with the nice weather, especially yeah. as I've been at Thorpe Park. Yes, oh, Thorpe Park. chaotic. The log flu. Why would yeah. anyone go to a theme park on a day like this? Well, I thought it wasn't going to be that busy, but... Oh, really come on. It's a bank holiday Monday. It's the hottest bank holiday Monday since 1935. Of course it's going to be busy. They've got log flumes. Yeah, but I didn't even manage to do that. So of course you didn't, because it was too busy. I remember. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is how old I am, right? Thought Park didn't used to be a theme park. It used to be a, an yeah, historical... Sorry theme park did it yes it did and they didn't really have any rides but there were lots of mannequins dressed up as like peasants and i remember the one thing i remember right and i've not been able to find a picture of it but was this big giant i mean giant the size of a house plastic cube right different colors each side like a giant dice and there were Die. T- um, that's not very nice actually Catherine. i'm just trying to describe something and now you're, you're death threats um and there were like tiny little spy holes through it, and you could look through and see like an old um, peasant's house Gosh. in it. That's what Thought Park used to be, and now it's all um, sex drugs. What? Um, yeah. So, Zach, yeah. what you got for us? Um, well, I just like it's really it's annoying having them. I like this all like, all this hot weather, but it just tells me that it's not going to be hot this summer, is it? It's only going to be this couple of weekends. Thank you much indeed, Zach, for bringing us all down. Let's go to line five. Line five, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line five. Hello. Hello, line five. Hello. Yep. Hi, how are you? Oh, you, 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 I was just got to the hang up button there. My patience was wearing thin there. I'd forgotten that YouTube was delayed behind okay. the thing so okay okay well yeah sorry about that that's okay hi Kath. hello so uh hello. guys i know that uh, you weren't uh, yes i know that you didn't like my suggestion last week but which one been working hard <laughs> i don't remember what his about suggestion was having having callers as guests oh god on the show that was awful awful suggestion the worst suggestion yeah, yeah. i've ever heard in my life yeah. And so I have anyway, I've been working at the weekend yeah. to come up with another one. Oh, yeah. Why? Why oh, would yes, you do boss. that to yourself? Well, what have you, you got know, for us? The weekend was quiet. Anyway, so yes. I've been thinking. Oh, yes. Thinking outside a box. Oh, God. All weekend. Get back in it. Now, no. I've come up with a, a particular part of your show, which you can call in, Ian Lee, Travelling Britain. <laughs> oh, God! Is he, like, in the footsteps of my father? <laughs> oh, be. man. Okay. Anyway, yeah, go on. 
So oh, what happens? Yeah. yeah. You choose, uh, say, ten or fifteen minutes of your show, yes. or less, yeah. whatever you want. Okay. And then I say less. You pick. You pick a particular part of the UK. Yes. Out of a hat. Oh. And in those ten minutes, the callers come from that part of the UK. So, so they, so, but they won't have long to get to that part of the UK to call me from there. Well, no, they live there. Oh, oh. all right. So, so they, they're not they're not listening out for it. Then travelling to say I don't no, know Bath. No. Not travelling to Bath to phone me. If you if you're in Bristol, you might be able to make it. So what this means is. That you're going to get more minutes of dull calls radio. from different parts of Britain because all you've got a ten minute section where no one phones in. I'm going to file that under ideas for Julia. Thanks very much indeed, Alistair. I'm reminded today I did Good Morning Britain and I'm not doing it tomorrow and I've told you why and it's it's, it's a, uh, outrageous. Anyway, it's it's moved now from the London studios to the old television centre, the big round building. Oh, right? the donut. Yeah, the donut. And uh, shockingly, the BBC were forced to sell that. And majority it's been turned into apartments, but there are still a few studios there. I think it's the first time I've been there, I thought it was criminal. Anyway, so I, I went in there, and I went in through the wrong door, because I didn't know I was supposed to go, and the security guard said, OK, well, I'll, I'll show you for future reference where you're supposed to come. So we walked past the studio, we walked past the, my dressing room, and, he, um, and then suddenly we were in this slightly narrow, not narrow, uh, we, we, anyway, we're in this sort of, passageway that leads to the outside and i had to stop for a second i got quite emotional so my dad used to work oh it was the prop department yeah it was the prop department and i I remember suddenly i was eight and it was a saturday and my dad had had taken me there it was the prop department i I was thinking i used to own this bit you know i used when i was with my dad he was he was in charge of it i used to own this bit and i just remembered it's this Walkway that kind of goes all the way around, and they, were, they think they still had a couple of cages yeah. there that would have been stuffed with the the play school the, the, the toys and things. And it was it was a real strange. Um, it, it was a, no, um, it was a, it was one of those sad connections. But actually, it's a happy sad. You know, it's a happy sad. I thought, oh, my dad used to work. My dad spent years here, and now you know, thirty five years later, I'm I'm working here. You know, in the same thing. I was, it was it was a really lovely moment. Um, good evening, Line One. You're on the wireless. Fanny, 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 come to my arms. Thank you. Let's go to Line Two. You're on the wireless. Oh, hello there, Ian. What I want to do tonight is I want you to think of a male or a female person's name. Put it in your head. Don't tell me. And okay. I will ask you one question and I will get it right. Okay, fine. Away you go. Okay, what's your favourite number? Seven. Sorry, I can't do it. Permission to pull out, please! Permission granted! <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's that idiot that's been calling us for a long time. And and that caller there, dear listener, is the reason why we don't take withheld numbers. Because of that idiot. It's that idiot. Is it him? It's that idiot. Yeah, it's that idiot. Um, he's a sex offender. Line t- two, you're on the wireless. Good afternoon, Globule. My pet kangaroo is jumping up and down on top of my harpsichord. Boing, boing, boing. I thought you died. 
Yes, that's what usually happens in the long run, but I haven't quite got there yet. Fantastic. Knock, knock. Who's there? I did that. I, I did that who? You shouldn't say things like that on, on a, a high-quality radio show. Uh, luckily, John, this isn't a high-quality radio show. This is Looney John. This That's is Looney John. Point, I've not actually. spoken to Looney John for about nine years. Um, yes. Uh, what's the difference between a duck? I don't know. What is the difference between a duck? One of its legs is both the same. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a conversation with my kids. <laughs> actually, Ian. Yes, John. Um, I, I've been in a, a slight... Um, um, hospital situation yes. for the last um, a week or or two yes. because um, um, for the last few months, according to my officially um, objectively assessed statistics, yes, um, the most gorgeous man in the world has been Prince Louis of Luxembourg. So when I now when I tell people that the most gorgeous man in the world is Prince Louis. Um, there's a possibility that some people might p- potentially misunderstand. So, wh- who's the Prince Louis that stops you looking like a, a criminal? Um, I'm not quite sure what that question means, but I think you're referring to Prince Louis of Luxembourg, who Thank is the, the third son of the Grand Duke of Luxembourg. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to line um, line one. You're M- Mo's having a stroke because I didn't get to his call quick enough. Hi, Ian. I'm Mo. I'm trying to call your show, but clearly trying to ignore me because you're scared of me. Um, I want to call you to clear stuff up. Looks like you're scared. Well, it looks like you should keep trying because <laughs> there's a few people trying to get through. Mo's one of those people that doesn't listen to the show. No. Um, hello, Line One. Uh, good evening, this is Molly Dingo with your Aussie Bulls <laughs> Roundup. Over the weekend action, it was Richmond over Fremantle, Melbourne over St Kilda, Collingwood over Brisbane, Geelong over the Giants, the Bulldogs over the Gold Coast, all from over Essendon. I'll see you next week with more news. Hang on to your kangaroo. <laughs> I've never heard you speak so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Line three, you're on the wireless. No idea. Your robot is shit. Oh. Yeah, what do you reckon that? He's just uh, belated you there, Charles. Got to come back. He's crashed. Second time, mate. Oh, wow. I don't know why I'm... Why, why, why would I be dissing someone's robot? Mm, robot Wars? Oh, Did you not... play Robot Wars? I didn't play Robot Wars. Oh. Line... Just um, very rude. <laughs> just rude to robots. Line seven, you're on the wireless. Hello. My name's Glenn Clarkson. Why are you slagging me uncle off? Sorry? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I've got an Uncle Jeremy. Yeah, I know. What have you got him for? Because I just... I listen, and I said this, I think he's a great presenter. I really do. I think he's a really good presenter. I just don't like what he stands for. It's cost me a fortune in tissues today going to see him. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I, I do think Jeremy Clarkson is a really good TV presenter. I just don't like what he stands for casual racism misogyny xenophobia and assaulting people who are paid significantly less than him when they only bring him a sandwich other than that big thumbs up um and 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 we watched uh, millionaire and it's, it's still good but it's the format that's good it's the format that stands up it's not him it should be tarrant apparently tarrant said a few years ago he didn't want to do anymore i don't i don't buy that 
I don't buy that. People always say that when they're touting for more money. Oh, yeah, people ask me, would you do the 11 o'clock show again? No. No, no, I wouldn't. Someone came up to me and said, here's 20 grand, would you do the 11 o'clock show? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, where, where, where and when? Um, you know, so I said I'd never do Big Brother. Then they waved a cheque in front of my face. I went, sorry, how much? Oh, I'm not Big Brother, I'm a celebrity. Um, and um, it's, so the, the millionaire is great. But it's the format that's great. It's a brilliant, brilliant quiz. Really good, simple quiz with the tension and stuff. But I just, I, I find Clarkson obnoxious. And I made the mistake of saying this at Good Morning Britain. It's cost me a gig tomorrow. I've been suspended pending an investigation, I suspect. And um, the, the, the fallout on Twitter and what people didn't get. Are they, are they threatening to smack you in the face? <laughs> Some of them were, but what people didn't get, I thought I was doing a really nice little dig. What don't what what does what does uh, Clarkson stand for then? I said, well, he stands for casual racism, misogyny, violence, and he appeals to the lowest common denominator. And of course, none of them got it. None of the thickos that suck up to that twant. Wow. That's a word, but that's not. I was gonna, that's that's not a swear word, is it? It's a cross of two bad swears. But that doesn't. But that negates it into. You could call like that, that's not a bad word, is it? Is it? Your shoulders have not gone back down. <laughs> it suggests a bad word. It kind of reminds me. I used to have a teacher who used to um, sh- exclaim futtocks. Futtocks, yeah, futtocks. Let's try this. This this could be the last ever um, withheld number we take because I suspect it's that um, sex offender. Yeah, it is that guy. There we go. Well, no more, no more withheld numbers because of that guy. Sorry, guys. Um, oh, three, hopefully he'll die soon. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It's a bank holiday. Everyone's feeling a little bit hot and flustered. So for the whole evening, we will be taking calls straight to air. There is neither rhyme nor reason to this, but you can call in about absolutely anything you want. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Kath's come up with a new name for the Drive Time show. What did you call it? <laughs> well, it's for him, really. Stay at homes. <laughs> Eamon, stay at homes. <laughs> Eamon's show presented by someone else. We do miss him. <laughs> Good evening, Line One. You're live on Talk Radio's famous Triple M Straight to Air. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, it's a Peter Sellers character. Hello. 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 Uh, I just started phone up and said hello. Hello. Anyway, yeah. Oh, um, oh it's you. It's so, this, uh, is this Muppet? Sorry. Oh, God, I thought we had to. Uh, yes. Thought we had a, um, you've washed your hands yes. of this chat. No. Yeah, so you like that podcast now, do you? He survived the cull. Of dredge that I, I was, I was culling all it the was dredges. A one man cull. Yeah, and he survived it. I don't know how. Um, yeah, I listened to the Danny Bonaducci one and the David, uh, the yeah. part of David Casty one, and I'm digging it, man. I'm digging it. Yeah, yeah. Because originally you said to me, I don't like that podcast. No, you sent me. No, I didn't. That's fake news. Hashtag fake news. No, okay. no, no, mate. I, I'd like, I'd like to see the evidence of that. Okay, well, that'll be in the post to you Friday. Yeah, okay, look forward to it, mate. Uh, yeah. Look forward to it, and if it's not there, also, then they'll be here from my legal team. <laughs> also, Richard O'Sullivan's birthday is today. When did that picture from you, you sent me of Richard O'Sullivan? It was him and Robert Ross doing some sort of interview, and it looked quite recent. It did look recent-ish, recent-ish, but I, but I still, well, I say recent, it looked 90s. But 
um, who can forget Dick Turpin? Do you know what I mean? Oh. Uh, we released the theme tune to Dick Turpin on our record label. Did you? That, that was, was, that was Glenn's You idea. didn't really, did yeah, you? Yeah, we did. You, we we released it last year just... on Blue Vinyl. I thought that was like fake news. No, no, that's that's real news. Hashtag real news. We we, we did it last year on um, for Record Store Day, I think, but I don't think it went out on Record Store Day on Blue Vinyl Dick Turpin theme. Um, that, it was, um, what, Glenn's really? idea. Yeah, it was Glenn's idea. It got to number 27 in the charts. That bit's made up. Um, okay. But yeah, that happened. It actually happened. And what was on the B-side? Me and my girl. <laughs> oh. I don't know what was on the B-side, actually. I, I would say it was all, that was all Glenn's doing. Like, the Imani Coppola one is kind of my doing. That, that was all Glenn's doing, my business partner. So I kept out of it. But he, he's 74 today. And uh, I think we should uh, have a, you know, have a, have a Richard O'Sullivan party. OK, well, can you sing the theme tune to Dick Turpin or any of his um, his shows? No. Oh, that's Richard O'Sullivan saying, please stop that. Please stop that now. How did your live show go? Yeah. It was really good. Uh, thank you very much for mentioning, letting me mention that. That was good of you. Because we sort of originally, because you let us come on performing performance ring all those years ago, that helped us out because we didn't know if we were any good at or not, and now we know we're not. <laughs> oh but no, you are. No, you are. How many people turned up? Fourteen. Hey, that's all right, isn't it? That'll do. I've played <laughs> to, I've right. played to smaller okay. audiences than fourteen. Trust me. No, it was good. It was really nice. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, what was interesting was that uh, there was quite... The laughter was quite loud, which... Uh, it was a small audience, but uh, sort of loud laughs. Patronising. So that was, that, was, that was really good. It just felt like a nice, happy... Talking of happy, you know, it was like a happy hour. Happy, happy, it really was happy nice. Hour. Happy hour. Well, Dre, I'm going to have to cut you, you off. To... Bye. There we go. Let's go to line four. You're... I like Dre. I like him like, like a lot. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hello? Yeah, hello. Why is he playing Kokomo really quietly in another room? Well, we're all a little bit ashamed of it, aren't we? No, we're not. Kokomo is greater than Smile. Kokomo beats Pet Sounds. Thanks very much indeed. Have you heard the Spanish Kokomo? No. Have I played you the Spanish Kokomo? No. Oh, I'll play it after 11 o'clock. It's, it's, it's cheesy, but I like it. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. How are uh, you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm happy. I've got bundles of joy to give you. Okay. Well, how many bundles would you like, man? I don't need any. I've got. I'm fine. Have you got a haystack full? No, I don't. I don't need. I don't want joy. Because if you're um, if you if you if you're joy, oh, man, if you're... I've, I've come up to help you out with my bundles of joy. What I, am I going to do with them? I don't want any joy. If you, the thing is, if you're joyous or joyful, then the only way is down. If you're happy. Then you can, no, you can I'm overloaded with joy. I'm down a little bit. You. you can stick around in the middle. So I'm, I, I'm going to crash at some point. I know I'm going to crash at some point. So I don't want to. Well, I don't want to crash. Kath, are you there, man? Yes. Kathy, the man. Hello. Yes, I mean, he's oh, not sorry, listening Kath. to us, is he? At all, this guy. Go on. Sorry, I'm not very good with talking with girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a little bit spooky. Anyway, Cap, do you want some um, bundles of joy? What does that mean? I've got a haystack full of it. I've actually got three yards oh. full of it, and I need to get... I had to disperse them by Tuesday. Has this got anything to do with your private parts? Well, my bundles of joy. Yeah. No. OK. Oh, well, I'll have some then. <laughs> OK, I'll meet you at um, the Sawbridge with... 
service station. I'm busy. What day? There we go. Thank you very much indeed. Sawbridgeworth? Sawbridgeworth? Oh, I never go that far, Sal. Sawbridgeworth? Gosh, very specific. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. You've got your scooter back. Yes! And I have been riding the shizzle out of it. Wowzers. Well done, you. Isn't it great? Yeah, it's so good. Fun, man. It's so good. I did a little bit of uh, whooping inside my helmet. In, uh, oh. Uh, as I drove along. Right, yep, 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 yep. Okay. Just sometimes she's, what was I? I was singing really loudly on mine the other day, and some some um, pedestrians heard me. Um, <laughs> That's I, the thing because everything outside is muffled to you, but I think people can hear quite yeah. clearly. It wasn't Vienna, but it was something like Vienna. Oh, Vienna! Something like that as I'm go- as, as I'm going down the the Farnham Road. Sometimes so, it takes me almost strength not to stick my feet out like oh, I'm on a bicycle. I, oh, I do sometimes. Oh. I love repositioning my ass on the seat. It's yes, great. They are comfortable seats, though. Yeah, aren't they? Mm. And big, mm. long, and very and thick, plush. Because when I was looking at potentially buying a new scooter, when I thought mine was dead and gone, yeah. I did think, oh, they look like uh, yeah. sitting on a razor. Yeah. I don't want anything racy. I want something Ours comfy. are about 20 years old, and they're, they're built like tanks, and they are, they're great machines. Oh, great. I love it. And this weather. So I popped over to see the boys last night, and um, this weather for riding on the scooter is great. Last night, of course, was the night I went round, and they'd just come back from a pool party, because um, a friend of i think a relative of a friend of theirs has got a pool so they came back they were all sort of wet and um my eldest he didn't have any clothes on he just he, he came back with a towel wrapped around him as soon as he got in the house i bought spent 90 quid on saturday on three water pistols wow super squirters 30, super soakers super soakers 30 quid each right Actually, I've got two super soakers, 85 quid, two super soakers, and one that was the next one down, but it does a continuous stream. Did you not buy... I mean, you missed a trick. What? Buy them the substandards. You buy yourself no, the most we powerful... No, we all mixed and matched. We all mixed and matched. It was great. And uh, we on Saturday, we just soaked each other in the garden. It was hilarious. But then Sunday, so my eldest is eight, and he just is running around naked with a water pistol going, I'm a naked cowboy! <laughs> I look out, I'm the naked cowboy! And then wow. turning around and slapping his little ass. He's um, his father's son, isn't he? And then my youngest decided to strip off, and my wife said to him, would you uh, like some pants to put on? I don't want no pants, lady! <laughs> he called his mum lady. Let's just say his mum was not best amused. I don't want no pants, lady. <laughs> I tell you what we've been doing this weekend, and it's incredible. And I'm not saying this because I, I paid for this. I paid top dollar for this, and I thought it'd be a load of rubbish. The Labo. Have you had to go on the Nintendo Labo? Right, for those, so Nintendo Switch, right, is the, is the latest Nintendo console, and it's this tiny little thing. You can carry it around portable. You can plug it into a dock and put it on the TV, and it's great, right? We haven't really used it that much because they're more Xbox guys. I'm a PlayStation guy now. But the Labo is this this kit you get, and it's this big box, and there's about 20 sheets of car- thick cardboard in there with cutouts and stuff, really thick cardboard. And you can make different things, and you put a little cartridge into the switch, and it tells you how to make things. First thing you make is the... Um, oh, this is incredible. You make a remote-control car out of cardboard, but it looks like a bug, right? So it's just a cardboard bug, no wheels or anything. And you put the two hand controllers Mm -hmm. into the bug, right? And it causes it to vibrate. And it moves. 
and you can turn it and steer it, and it goes. It's not super fast. It goes quite fast. We're going. Oh, this will work fun. on carpet, though, will it? No, it doesn't work on carpet. Got to do it on the, on on stone and things. And I was going to say lino. That shows it, the difference between you and me. Took my eldest twenty minutes to make it. He wow. did it pretty much himself. I helped him a bit with the first one. He did it. We're going. Oh, that's cool. Then he pressed a button on the screen, and like advanced controls appeared. And it turns out there's a camera on the controls that I didn't know anything about. And you can see stuff. Of course, my youngest is showing his, his backside to it. But then, so you can see where the thing is going. It's incredible. So that was that. So then he said, well, I'm going to start the next one. I said, well, the next one's going to take you a long time to build. I said, it's going to take you a long time to build. He said, no, I'll, I'll do it. it. Took him two and a half hours to build, right, on his own. Mm-hmm. It's a fishing rod. It's a, the most amazing thing. So it's an extendable fishing rod. With string, and then there's a stand that the, the, the switch stands in, portrait, and then the, the, the line goes behind and you build like a sort of real thing that's connected to elastic band, so you've got tension, right? Put a controller in the handle that you turn, controller in the back of the rod, right? You start the game. It's the, the most nuts thing. You can, so the string you've got goes behind the screen, but then you see it on the screen, and you move it, and the string moves on the screen in line with the one behind the screen. And then you, you, you send it down, you send it down, you send it down to the sea, and you wait. You catch a fish and you... And it took him about two and a half hours to build it, and he was really into it. Didn't get bored once. We had a little break halfway through, we went to the pub, and he was doing it. And, um, and he built it. And then now both the boys just sit there, sit there fishing. Holding it. I had to watch. You saw me watching the youngest fishing. Nothing happened for five minutes. And he just sat there. It's the most fun, man. And he's built a motorbike and a house and there's more to build. There's a a piano to build. Wow. It's incredible. It really is. It's absolutely... It's genius. It is genius because it's more than a game. People say, oh, you play video games and, you know, it rocks the brain and stuff. This is incredible, and it's really good quality. You know, it's thick cardboard, and it, it's obviously cardboard. It's meant to look like cardboard, but it's amazing, and he's so proud of what he's built. Hello, Line One. You're on the wireless. Hi, man. Is that me? Hello. Hello. Is that me? Hello, caller. Hello. Is that me? Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello, Mo. Yes, you're on the air. Why can you hear me in? Yes, I can. Well, Ian, I just disagree with your comments about um, Clarkson. What were my comments about Clarkson? You're just like... Um, one minute. You're just saying... Um, well, you're just picking out his mistakes. And I never picked out your mistakes, because if I were to pick out your mistakes, you know what I would do. So what, so what were my comments about Clarkson that you disagreed with? Let's go through them one at a time. Ian, we've done this before. Just, just let let's just calm down a little. Calm down a little. And so, just, just give me a second, yeah. Oh my God, you're just like picking out his mistakes and picking out the things that are wrong in him. Would but you, in reality, he's a fantastic presenter. I said that. And everybody does things that I, he regrets. I, I said that, Mo. I, I said he, that. I said he was. I said he was a great presenter. What I tell you, what I've never done is I've never punched someone for bringing me a sandwich. Ian, everyone makes mistakes. No, there's it a difference between making. There's a difference. I think you're just jealous of him. Okay, can I can I ask a question? Are you ever rude about people? 
Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, I am rude to people, as, as are most humans, Ian. Okay, okay. But I'm not allowed to pick out people's mistakes. I'm not allowed to do that. No, but the way that you're doing it is like very, like, um, accusatory, isn't it? No, no, I'm stating facts. He assaulted someone. That's a fact. He 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 no, used he talking. used he used the M word. That's a man, fact. As soon as the man got a good job, you're like, oh, Jeremy Carson, get him out! What a disgrace! Oh, I can't believe he got that job. Oh, look at me! Oh. Okay. Um. So, in, if if we apply that that rule across the board, then you must be jealous of Piers Morgan. Why? Why am I jealous of Piers Morgan? Well, How because you've been that? doing the same to Piers Morgan that I apparently have been doing to Jeremy Clarkson. So, if, if we extrapolate your your theory, How that you know, we only... you look at my tweets. Are you that? I mean, here's your here's your tweet. Here's your tweet to Piers Morgan. One of them. People are allowed to be whatever they want to be, dickhead. Your hateful views are much more dangerous to society. So you're jealous of Piers Morgan that he's got a really good job. <laughs> you're really funny, man. <laughs> Listen, man. No, no, no. Address, address that. Address that. You, you, if I'm, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm apparently jealous of, of Jeremy Clarkson because I've criticised him and pointed out things he's done, um, then you must be jealous of Piers Morgan. The way you're doing it, um, Ian, you've got to watch yourself more because no, I don't. You have a big fan base. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't have to watch here. myself. I, I'm not a role model. I'm not a poster boy. I am perfectly imperfect. I'm a human being, and I, I do what I yeah. want to do. I don't. I don't. If I would, if you I would. You're st- a radio presenter. Yeah, you exactly. Are a radio presenter. Correct. Well done. That's the first thing you've got right in the three phone calls you've made to me, Mo. But listen, the funny thing is, I only have one tweet about Piers Morgan. No, you don't. You have several tweets. You've got quite a few. The the fact that here's one. Here's another one to Piers Morgan. The fact that Piers Morgan, a.k.a. Scumbag, is nominated for an award of any kind is both staggering, uh, staggering and disgusting. To know that a man that is best friends with a person that is a misogynistic, racist pig is going to be accredited makes me want to cry. Misogynistic and racist, two of the things I levelled at Jeremy Clarkson. So it's OK for you to level accusations of racism and misogyny but it's not okay for me because I'm on the radio. That doesn't sound fair to me, Mo. You have such a big fan base. I'm no, I don't. I'm, I'm a, no, I don't. I have a very Your small fan base. Thousands of followers. With my forty-four is completely ah. So it's the size of the followers, right? Surely I should be using my fan base. Let's call it that to um to point out hypocrisy and racism and homophobia and, and bigotry and, and and things like that yes, shouldn't i yes, instead of hiding it but but jeremy clarkson i mean his racist joke about the didier drug buy i've read about it oh it wasn't, wasn't just that joke. It wasn't just that it, it was wasn't the... just it... no it wasn't just that there was there was more he wa- he isn't openly racist like you tic-tac-toe was it catch a catch an m-word by the toe Piers Morgan is more dangerous than Jeremy Clarkson. And Why are you, Mo? Mo, they're not. They're not. Da- they're not dangerous. They're, they're, they're TV presenters. Mo, listen. I, 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 re- I really enjoy your calls. I don't think mentally you're up to speed. Okay. Here's what you've got to do. You've got to. You've got to try harder. You've got to listen, and you've got to respond to to the things I say in the same way that I respond to you. Okay. Can we try I'm that next time, Mo? I'm listening to you. Okay. You're not. You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, any more? Get them out before I cut you off? Get them all out? 
Cut me off, then. I'm not scared of you. Well, no, no. There's, I'm already late for the news. There's, 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 I know you're not scared of me. Me cutting you off is not. It's what happens. Get all your insults, insults out now. You can phone back later if you want. It's double bubble on a on a triple M night. Well, I'll do a double bubble, and I'll probably like I'll explain my points better just in a bit. Okay, bye, bye, Ian. Thanks, man. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Triple M calls straight to air all night. You can call in about absolutely anything you want: big, small, um, serious, stupid, whatever you want. How? What temperature is this? Oh, it's probably Luke. Mm-hmm. Call in about anything um, and everything. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. Don't call from a withheld number because we've got a um, some kind of criminal sex criminal phoning us up from it who's obsessed with me and has been for quite a while uh so we can't take withheld numbers for the the immediate future don't swear don't be libelous we have a seven second delay 
So if you do say something that's a little bit rude, we can cut it off and it will never get broadcast. Um, you can watch the show tonight on uh, youtube.com slash Ian Lee. Look for the live feed or you can go to periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. And you can call up as many times as you want this evening. Um, let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. Hello, one, one. How are you? I'm very, very well, line one. Tell me, tell me why you're so materialistic. Sorry? Tell me, tell me why you're so materialistic. Who's materialistic? You are. Why is that, then? Because before you were listening about how much you spent and how much you did this and how much you did that. When was, what was that for? When I was talking about the water pistols? Yeah. Right, that doesn't, that doesn't... <laughs> buying water pistols doesn't display, necessarily indicate that someone is, is uh, materialistic. I'd, I'd need a little bit more evidence than that. Well, I thought you were bragging about it. No, 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 not bragging. I was, I was... I, I, I spent a portion of money on my family tonight. Right. Well, Doesn't matter. I don't have to tell anybody. Okay, well... You're I, telling the whole mate, nation. Mate, I hate to point this out to you, uh, Glyn. You don't host a radio show. <laughs> uh, I do, and the, the, the act, if you want to call it that, is I share quite intimate details about my life. If you're unhappy with that... Um, then, then I suggest the show isn't for you. But, but that's the act. That's what I do. If you notice, I don't talk about money that much. I just happened to say I'd spent ninety quid on some water pistols. The reason I was saying that was so that the listener would get, and I and I know you got this. You're just being obtuse. The listener would get that they were bloody big water pistols. That that's that's all that was. Um, it it, it, it doesn't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not obtuse here. You know, I'm at a tangent here. Yeah, I didn't say you were obtuse. I, think, I, said I, you were being, I said you were being obtuse. You were being, you were being, you were being tri- tricksy just for the sake of tricksiness, and that's fine. But I, it's my duty no, to I, call out tricksiness. I'm at a tangent here, not obtuse. Okay, you, your jokes are shit. So stop doing that's the jokes. Your no, no, it's not. It's a fact. So stop doing the jokes because they're not funny, um, and let's have a conversation. Okay. Well, I spoke to you the other night, and you went silent on me. Okay, let's have a conversation, and let's... Look, I'm having to write myself a little post-it note, don't swear. Um, and, and let's not do the jokes, because the jokes ain't funny, and, and they don't present you in the best light. No, because that, to be quite honest here, I've become to actually quite like you. Oh, I can't stand you. You can't stand me? No, no, I can't stand you. I actually quite like you because I think I'm beginning to understand you. You haven't got you you, you haven't got a clue. You haven't got a clue. You haven't got I'm it in the slightest. You're, you're looking at this show through a very narrow filter. You're looking at this show through a tiny, tiny little filter, and I don't think, Glyn, that you're able to expand that filter. And, and, and you're looking at this show in black and white, and actually, it's in 3D. I'm looking at it in HD. Because I love the, everybody, Ian. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't. You're, you're, yes, you're, you're an argumentative old man. And that's fine. That's fine. But you don't. You, 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 you have an attitude. You have a tone. You're aggressive. You're surly. You're rude. Um, and you don't listen. And that's fine, man. Is it? Oh, do apologise. I promised myself I'd never say that to you again. What do you think about yourself? 
That's a big question, man. That's a big question. I hate myself. Do you know, I, I'm actually very scared of you. Okay, it was, it's funny you asked me a question, and again, I revealed a very intimate um, part of myself, and you you ignored the answer. Okay, then, well, I do apologise. Give me the answer, then, please. I, I, I gave it. I'm, I don't feel comfortable sharing such intimacy with you at this precise moment in time as you, as you brushed it aside. Uh, as you brushed it aside. But I'll, I'll, be, I'll do the decent thing. Well, uh, that's, th- I'm sorry you feel scared of me. That's yourself. Uh, that's a, yourself because... allowing yourself to feel scared. I'm not, I'm not scaring you. You're allowing yourself to feel scared. And you need to ask yourself no, why. Because I don't know what to say to you. Okay, well, don't phone in. <laughs> it's, not, it's that simple. You don't have to phone no, in. No, it, no, it's not quite that way, Ed. Didn't explain yourself properly. What I meant was, is I don't know what to say to you because I don't know whether I'm going to offend you or not. Well, um, you, you, you don't offend me. But you have just called me a rude... Yeah, yeah. Um, See, unruly, whatever, man. You're rude and aggressive. Conversation. You're rude and aggressive, but you don't offend me. I'm not aggressive. Sorry? I'm not aggressive. Yeah, you are. You are. I'm pertinent. I'm abrupt. I'm certainly very abrupt to you. Okay, well, abrupt abrupt and aggression, very similar things. Let's not argue semantics, it's dull. Semantics aren't dull. Semantics are open to misinterpretation. Okay, sure. Okay. Can I give you... Before I go, you know, I do thank you very much for giving me double bubble tonight. That's okay. Let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Hi, Ian and Catherine. You right? At last, we got someone sensible on the on the line. It's Angela, everybody. Hi, everyone. Hey, Angela. I just woke up. (laughs) 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 She's living the dream. This is my kind of girl. How come you only just woke up? When did you go to sleep? Man, I fell asleep. I didn't mean to, but I'm on these extended hay fever tablets because I've got heat rash as well. I've got yeah. heat stroke. Yeah. Got everything. <laughs> and Wowzers. I fell asleep after nine o'clock. Wowzers, mate! You are not going to sleep tonight. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will. And then, and then I woke up feeling hungry, and I was in bed all day yesterday. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Some people can't enjoy this one, can they? <laughs> no, they cannot. They cannot do such a mm. thing. I don't, I'm not. I'm not a massive fan of it. I don't. I, you know, it's, mm. but it was, today was all right. Today was fine. I like seeing it. I don't have to be in it all the time. No, I, no, no. Mm. But, but now that I tell you, this is the first time I've had really bad hay fever. Oh. Well, it could. They say it's but, getting worse. That pollen. Yeah, it, oh. that, that pollen. That pollen. Less That'll bees. Less bees mean, means more pollen. That, that must be mm. true, mustn't it? That's got to be true. There are less... Bees collect pollen. Yeah, but then who's fertilising the flowers to get more flowers to get more pollen? Jesus. Whipping <laughs> it. Eh? The baby Jesus is. No, he's a bit busy with other stuff. At the he's moment. got hairs on his legs and he flies around between the flowers and the pollen gets stuck to... Oh. And then Mary chews it and spits it out and that's where we get... That's where we get jam from. Jam? <laughs> yes, we get jam from Jesus' legs. 
Only baby Jesus, no. Not that, not that layabout in his teens, and certainly not that miracle guy, the old guy. Oh, God. Yeah, no, Jesus. Let's go. Same to, thing. Let's go to line five. Five, you're on the wireless. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. What have you got for us? Um, did I say earlier on that you was 45 in a couple of weeks? Yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I am. I'm 54 today. Happy birthday. It's Donald's um, birthday. Happy I'm, I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you one of the things that you may experience when you get older. Severe oh, depression no. and... I um, today. Yeah. And um, the chap was... Eastern European, I think he was Russian, Mehmet. Yes, Mehmet. And he spent a good five minutes putting the back of me hair. Russian name, yes. And, Turkish. And then, and then he, he got the comb and he brushed it across my nose. Oh. oh. And, and I looked at him in the mirror and I laughed at him. I went, was you just coming the hair off my nose? And he went, um, we do waxing, sir. <laughs> on, the out, on, the, on, the, on the bridge of the nose, the outside <laughs> of the, the nose. On the bridge of my nose. Mate. Now, my eyesight's going. I know I have a couple of short, maybe two millimetre black hairs. Yeah. But this is what you've got to look forward to, Ian, when you get older. Oh, yeah. But aye. at least someone's telling you because there are people walking about and it, it is very difficult <laughs> not to fixate on it when someone's talking to you and they've got a hairy nose. Yeah. I, need... I know. Well, what a thing for your birthday, eh? Happy. I need to buy an, an internal nasal trimmer because I've got oh, some real, I've got some like spider's legs poking out. It's really. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought my dad one of those mate. for his 40th birthday. Yeah. And he said I was a cheeky swine, but he did use it. I bet he did. I no, bet he no, did. it's required. Hey, it's do required. you know? All right, I can, we can say this. We're friends, aren't we, Phil? Oh, God, here we go. We are. So mate, yeah. yesterday it was hot and I was bored. Very hot. And I started rooting around for some nail scissors. Oh, God, no. Because I was going to have a little trim trim downstairs. First time ever. First time clippers, ever. You use clippers, mate, not, not trimmers. For the first no, time, you want second tears. <laughs> oh, well, well, oh, I could have used... I've got a clipper, electric clippers. I could have done that. No, don't go anywhere near it with that. Yeah. I, do you know what? Because I've never done it before. I didn't do it yesterday. I bottled out of it. Don't do but the clippers. But I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to do it. No, clippers. Tragic, yeah. tragic comic yeah. in well, when, when freak clippers nasal, accident. When you do the nasal clippers? I've got like it, a little clippers for when I had a beard. So you just trim the edges of it. You hold your your your, test, your penis to one side. You don't want to get, I, get I, that. I've not done it myself, but I, I, I guess I should have a bit of a trim, I suppose. They call it manscaping. Yeah, well, I'm going I'm to do that tomorrow. Right. Now, now that I'm not on Good and Morning Britain, I'm about gonna... Jeremy Clarkson, Ian? Are, are you putting him up for the Nobel Peace Prize? Yes, I for? am, because I think he's a great human being and he, he deserves all of our respect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do tickle me. Phil, I do no such right, thing. That's libel. Do you hear that? That is libel. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to it all night. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Call straight to air all night. Busy old night so far. It really is. More calls lined up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you call in, you might have to wait a while, but I will get to all the calls that I see on the switchboard. Line one, you're on the wireless. We can't hear it. Okay, thank you. We couldn't hear that. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line two. 
Hi there, yeah. Um, right, I just wondered if anybody could tell me, I don't know what your feelings are on it, why is it when the first bit of sunshine appears and you, you go out and you just see acres of white flesh on display? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's as though people go crackers. The first Nigel Farage that, would love that. Bermudas. Means he's home. Um, well... Pardon? Well... The, um, I, what, what, which bits of flesh are you objecting to? I don't like seeing men going topless. I think that's outrageous. Well, this is it, and baggy singlets. Baggy singlets? And you is, get hairy back. That's a baggy singlet. Is that, is that like an Asian kid? <laughs> oh. That's <laughs> an Asian kid's name. Hey, it's baggy. Baggy singlet. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. T-shirts, acres of white flesh and tattoos. Yeah. The gold sovereigns appear. Yeah, we go. And the medallions and the shaved heads. I got it. You're and talking you about you're talking about common people. I hate them too. <laughs> I hate them too. They disgust me. Well, I just can't understand why. You know, why is it that suddenly everybody decides to have a barbecue that doesn't even smell like a barbecue? All you can smell is lighter fuel and everything. Yeah. You don't think, oh, that smells nice. Or they're cooking. You have to have your windows shut. Or they decide to have a bonfire. A bonfire. In well, the bonfire, you know, in, burning, the burn, in the burning sun. I don't, I d- here's the thing about barbecue. It's a, it's a lot of faff, isn't it? When, when, I don't know if people oh. know this. We've got cookers in our kitchen these days, haven't we? Well, this is it. But they seem to think that a half-raw sausage and a pink burger Ooh. is Ooh. the height of <laughs> <Cheeky>. fine dining. <laughs> I haven't seen a pink burger for a long time. Well, but you, then, what you can do is you can cook it indoors. Then, I don't know, take it outside and eat it then. Exactly, exactly. But they're all there lugging home barbecue food. Oh, and um, you, you see the medallions out and the gold rings, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. hard skin on the feet. I mean, don't hard anyone skin. ever look in a mirror and I've think, never, oh my I've God, never, you know, I look gross. I've never, look, I've never studied their feet to see the hard you know, skin, no. Oh God, have a look. Oh. They're like hobbit feet. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> um, I like you because you are an unashamed snob. Well, I might be. But you don't I'm like just... scumbags. Well, this is it. <laughs> no, I mean, be fair. It's just as though everybody goes bananas. The first bit of sunshine. I mean, last week everyone was wrapped up, scarves, um, <laughs> all dressed in in the winter black. You know, the boots. That's like, weather. Cold, yeah. That's weather. Yeah, but yeah, and then the first bit of sunshine. What? What were and you? Out come all the, so the are they still supposed to be wearing holiday. their scarves then this week? Well, well, I don't understand when they're supposed to change from the winter <laughs> exactly. clothes to the summer clothes. Well, I'm just making the point that if it's <laughs> a bit chilly at the end of the week now, yeah. they'll all be reverting to the boots and the scarves and the, the parkers. Okay. okay. All right then, Jeff Banks, what should we be wearing? <laughs> Jeff Banks! <laughs> <laughs> right then, from the fashion. Well, I'm just merely saying... What would you prefer? everyone goes out... Just look in the mirror and think, oh, look a prat. Or <laughs> you one... sound like my mum. <laughs> or like each, um, a couple, example. So, well, you know, can you see varicose veins? Mm. And if they look like a bag of sprouts, just wear, like, nice linen trousers or something. But <laughs> it's just the fact that people tend to go bananas. They do, don't they? Pardon? They do go bananas, don't they? They do. They nice do pair of linen palazzo pants. Oh, well, this is it. That's all you need. A little bit, a nice little pair of palazzos in the top, but not huge fleshy arms. Exactly. Less is more, isn't it? Especially this time Exactly. You need tattoos, and you can drive your car without having thumping music playing, and your arm hung out the side.
shoe wise. No oh, flip flops, no, I take don't it. Don't encourage her. This is turning into old lady FM. This is like <laughs> this is like BBC local radio. This is what BBC local radio wins awards for. This is this is what me and my wow. mum are like over a glass of wine. We put the world to rights. Yeah. Dress them all. Old women having a whinge. <laughs> Well, it's just an observation, as, as you do, as you're walking about, and you're shopping, and you're having a, you know... I don't like men... Take the corners off your feet, please, ladies. I don't like men topless, and I certainly, certainly, if, uh, if, okay, if you're going to walk around topless, that's one thing. Don't then walk into a supermarket with no top on. That's no. unhygienic. Tops on in town, well, please, it? gentlemen. It's like when, you see, even the Lee Tesco's or somewhere, or own bargains, and they're just walking in in the pyjamas. Oh. Well, you get the women you've, the you've shown your true colours there. You shop in well, home not... bargains? Well, you know what I'm saying. I don't want to be saying Waitrose, Sainsbury's and... Do I? <laughs> don't, don't alert them to Waitrose. That's our haven. Thank you for well, that. You Thank you for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand nine seven. you're on the wireless. This is the story of a girl. 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 What a mess. Um, I've been out in my pyjamas, but I always have the decency to put other clothes over <laughs> the top. No one would know. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Bedford. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Bedford. Oh, hello. Hello there. I'm a bit sh- uh, oh, gosh, th- no one's answering the phone. No, so- calls are going straight to air tonight. Thanks for listening. Oh, thank you. Oh, can you cheer me up, please? Mm, that's not my job today. What are you wearing? That's not an odd question. Oh, were- Catherine. Getting- oh, I've got shorts and T-shirt on because it's so hot. It's been a glorious day. Acceptable. Yeah. Acceptable. Be- what are your feet like? Have you got dry skin on them? Oh, gosh. Uh, no, I don't think so. They're okay, my feet. No, I don't have to use Excellent. a pumice stone or anything like that. No. So they're good. No. Ever had your toes sucked? <laughs> my God. By what? Fish? Well, no, no by, by a lover. Uh, no, I don't think so. Fish? No, no, no. <laughs> For fish, yeah. <laughs> the dogs. Oh, God, really? Oh. Horse. Oh, no, dogs, yes. Dogs, my, my dog likes to lick feet, smelly Salty. feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Feet are weird, right? Feet are weird. And um, uh, ever since Sarah Ferguson was was exposed oh, that she had... Yes, yes, it was a Texan, yes. wasn't it? A Texan millionaire sucking her toes in the bath. No, not in the bath, by the pool. They got oh, was pictures, it by the pool? They? Yeah. I've had, I've had mixed experience with toe sucking. Have you? Yeah. Mixed experience. Uh, when I they was... don't like it in the swimming baths, do they? They don't like it in the swimming baths. Um, one, one, a long, long time ago, talking about 20 years ago, one young lady got very, very excited by the toe sucking. Oh. I mean... What, to, she got more excited than you did? She, she, you know, was ready to go. Wow. Um, it, for me, it just makes me, it just tickles. Just tickles me. And <laughs> anything that's ticklish, sorry, ladies, I, uh, I just, I just, it just doesn't The mood work. is gone. The mood... <laughs> dissipates through the air because i'm i'm chuckling and, and sex is a very 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 serious serious business. serious business we get down to the nitty-gritty 
of it. Um, so, no, the toes are a, a, a weird thing, but... but th- um, excuse me, Bedford did not come here for this. Oh, she wanted cheering up! Yeah, but not like that. Okay, well, did the, the, you... You've got one track. Bedford, that is... <laughs> That's what it says on the screen, Bedford. Oh, oh gosh, okay. What would you prefer we called you? Sarah. Sarah, okay. Fine. Bedford Sarah. <laughs> so now you're Sarah now you're bullying her. <laughs> no. Now Catherine's trolling I'm you, not. Sarah. I'm just jealous of her smooth oh, feet. I don't mind. <laughs> um so why are you feeling rotten? Oh my god. Can you get an agony aunt on here, please? Listen, what what I haven't experienced ain't worth experiencing. I can I can talk you through this. Go on, what's going on? Can I, can I tell you my evening then? Yeah, go on, if you don't mind. Oh dear me. Um, okay, so my kids, I'm going through a divorce, Raina's divorce, I've phoned on before. Oh, yes, yes, oh, the, yes. Because I'm going through the divorce and it's coming down to the financial side of things, so yeah. I've had oh. to fill in my form of, my disclosure, he's done his. Yeah. And my kids have been away this weekend, I've done nothing but revision before, and then the revision is coming to an end and he has them this weekend, so I'm not happy, buddy, but it's a beautiful weekend and I'm here, yeah. sort of like nearly home alone. I've got my 23-year-old son, thank God. Anyway, so they come home, they come back to me, and um, uh, I then get a text from my ex to say that um, he will not be paying me any money this this month mm-hmm. because um, the questions after, obviously we have to then ask questions on the form E, sort of like all the financial statement, we then have to ask questions, but he wasn't happy with the questions, and because of that, he won't be paying any money. Well, the questions so then, that you 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 had written down for him? Yes, that's right, because, I mean, he's got a really complex pension. Um, there's a few things that, you know, it's like the value of the house, you know, that I've, I've given him, and he thinks, no, it's worth more than that. Mm. Um, and it just sort of like general stuff you know how you know he's moved to a flat i've got no idea what the the contents of his flat is and the solicitors you know suggest i ask these sort of questions has he bought the flat or is he renting it he's bought it right and you're and you're still married yes and is he has he declared how much the flat is worth he's declared how much the flat is worth right he's sort of like put a value on the contents but uh, he knows what i've got in this house because he you know left it but um, yeah, you know, she was just asking, "Well, what have you got in there?" Just, just yeah. a, not, not just a general outline. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, and I thought, well, he's already said to me last month um, he wouldn't pay me because um, it was something to do something to do with the solicitor as as well. And in the end, I sort of said, "Oh, you know, please, can you put the money in?" And he sort of like put the right money in the bank account yeah. in the end. But it's all sort of like. It's like bullying. So in the end, I just sort of lost it. I said, oh, you know, I phoned up. I said, well, you take the kids. You have the kids. I can't do it anymore, John. You know, you have to please help me. Yeah. You know, I was in a real state. Um, my kids heard it. They're 15 and 13. And one calls her friend. And then the friend's mother then gets, then I have the police, the oh, ambulance. Oh, well, they think you're going to top yourself. Yeah, three of them turn oh, up at my door. Man. In the meantime, I've called John's parents. Say, right, you come and take the, the kids because I'm doing absolutely everything he asks, you know, solicitor-wise. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He wouldn't pay me last time because 
the amount of outgoings was too much that I put down. You know, you have to sort of like list. Yeah, you've got to list everything, outgoings. man. I've done that. Yeah, and it's too much. So he refused. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm doing what the solicitor asked. So, yeah, so basically this evening, um, the upshot of it is the kids have now gone out to their friends. Yeah. And I'm sort of like, I'll see him tomorrow when they come back from school. And I think, oh, my God, you know, what the hell is going on? You know, this, it's just, is it me or is it bully boy tactic, tactics or or how does it work? Well, I just, uh, yeah, obviously, we're, we're only getting you a side of the story, so I don't know. But um, yeah. with, with withholding money and threatening to withhold money, uh, uh, even if it's not carried through, is is manipulation and is is bullying and is coercion and is um, uh, is is something that shouldn't be done. If you've agreed that sum of money, that should be paid, whatever, whatever. Mm. Well, it's not to you; it's for the kids. You see, he pays the kids' portion, but I'm still short. If you see what I mean, and. Um, well, it, that's what he's done so far. This time, he said he's paying me no money into the bank account, and I'm just thinking, well, who are you going to affect here? Is it because then you see I'm, I cut back even more? Mm. You know, he's living the life of luxury. You know, he he works out in the states. He comes back once a month, then um, has the kids whenever he chooses, and I'm just sort of like, <laughs> you know, I, I deal with all the emotional stuff and it sounds a bit pathetic but you know all the all the other you know bits and pieces no, it doesn't sound pathetic mom's... at all you do you do the parenting yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah literally i do the parenting and he and gets some, he gets them when he's feeling flush and he, and he fancies them and then when he's bored of them he sends them back yeah i mean he you know he'll take them out and they could do all this nice stuff and i'm left with the it's all the smelly stuff it's all the homework yeah <laughs> yeah but it's the important the stuff the important stuff the day-to-day mumming Exactly, yeah. And I just sort of threw my toys out of the car. I thought, well, well, what are you doing? You have them, you know, you don't see them when they're crying and, and all the rest of it. It's, it's, it's very tough, but... Um, well, you have to be yeah. careful. You have to be careful that the kids don't interpret it as a rejection of them from you. You know, I, no, you saying, I or you think... take them, I can't handle it. You, you, obviously, they will worry. Okay, you've got to be you got to be careful that, that they don't think you're going to kill yourself because you know yeah. for a 13 15 year old to 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 do what they did a their heads are screwed on and they're pretty smart but also that's a heavy thing for for a couple of teenagers to carry about their mum thinking that their mum might be suicidal that's a big thing to carry mm. and also you've got got to make sure that they don't think in any way um that you're rejecting them because that, mm. that'll screw them up. But you know that, and I'm saying that, and you know that, because you sound like a good mum, but I'm just saying it because I feel obliged to say it. And it's tough, you know, when um, parents split up, and it's tough what messages we give to our kids and what we, you know, how much we let them into. And um, and, and even if we disagree with the other parent, I, I, I personally think it's important, I'm not judging, you know, saying anything about you, but I think it's important to, that, you know, I, I, to not badmouth the other parent, you know, the, these things, it's a fine, but however angry one gets with the, 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 the husband or the wife, um, you can't, I don't think you can really slag them off to the kids, can you? It's not, you know, go and slag them off to your mates, slag them off to someone on the radio, your therapist, whatever, a solicitor, but you've got to be careful with the kids. Yeah, no, you're right. Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it's it? It's tough, isn't it? 
it's really tough. God, absolutely horrendous. Yeah, yeah. And I just, you know, he's, yeah, it's really tough. And I, I don't know, is it tougher for a man or is it tougher for a woman? I'm trying to. It's different. I think it's yeah. different. It's different. Uh, the thing with me that's really upsetting is I'm not living in the same house as my kids. That's tough. And mm. um, I'm living in a place that's not very nice at the moment. And I can't bring them. I can't bring them there, which is why I'm I'm keen to kind of move everything on and buy somewhere that that, that I can you know bring them mm. over to. Um, but it's all you know. But then it's tough for the the parent that is, and he said stuck with the kids. But you know what I mean. That is living with the kids because mm. they've got to do everything. They've got to set the rules. Here's the thing, right? When couples split up, normally I assume it's the mum that stays at home with the kids. So they've got to set the rules. They've got to send them to bed. They've got to tell them off for not brushing their teeth. They've got to make sure they sit at the table when they eat their food. Have you done your home? All the boring stuff, right? And then the Mm -hmm. parent that doesn't live there comes in at the weekends, takes them out to the cinema and takes them out and buys them games and takes them out for Pizza Express or McDonald's or whatever... And then takes them back home and, and to the kids, unless it's explained to them, the kids go, wow, the parent that picks me up at the weekends loves me more because they're taking me to the pictures and they're buying me popcorn and then they're buying me burgers. Where the parent I'm living with is always telling me off for not brushing my teeth and picking up my socks. So it's yeah. it's it's a tough balance, man. It's a tough balance. Everything's tough. And how do you stop yourself from... Because my ex, OK, he... Yeah. He's in the States. He works out there. I mean, it's his choice. He doesn't really have to if he really hand on heart. But, I, you know, with the financial statement, you see all the, the, the bank stuff that he's done in the States. And, yeah. oh, my God, he's having a fantastic time out there. And I think to myself, you are doing this every weekend and you're not helping your, your kids. And I just, I just can't sort of I, I will slag him off you know can you not see what you're you know it's and I say to my kids it's not me that's pushing for the divorce it's your dad because he would never actually say that and well that's... if I ever meet anyone um first mm. or because I'm sure he's got someone out there but he would never tell them that because that would make him look bad yet if I got one it, a, a partner that would he would then be able to say, oh, well, I've got a partner now. So can you uh, see what I'm saying? I, I can understand what you're saying. I, I, listen, I'm not telling you how to live your life or how to be a parent because we're all, you know, whistling in the dark on this one. I would be very... All, all I can think about is what I'm going through now and what happened when my mum and dad split up. And um, yeah. um, my mum... Um, she kind of did badmouth my dad for a bit. And my dad was, 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 you know, was a lousy dad and an even worse husband. But because she badmouthed him a bit and I felt very protective of her, I didn't see my dad for years and years and years. And um, we had a very toxic relationship from the age of about 15, f- f- for me, it's obviously not him, till about the age of about 37. Really mm. toxic relationship. Um, so it's 22 years. And then we had like a year where we started to become friends and then he died. Oh and goodness. there is part of me, there's part of me that resents my mum for doing that. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it's part of me that's that's angry with myself because I made some really bad decisions. But I was fifteen. What uh, you know? What did I know? Actually, yeah. Actually, there is a big part of me that resents my mum for for bad mouthing my dad, and I, I, I wish she had made more of an effort to um to 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 to, to make me see my dad and make me see my dad's side of the family. Not totally her job to do that. Not totally her responsibility. It's lots of different people's responsibility, including mine. I'm not, but um, I just. Just think, I just think. Also, you've got a thirteen and fifteen year old, and I know they look like adults and they smell like adults, but they're kids. They're kids, well, and to, to yeah. go around saying, you know, your dad's not a very nice person. Your dad's done this. Sometimes I just, um, you just got to suck it up, and I, 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 I wouldn't share that stuff with the kids. Share it with someone else. Share it with an adult who gets it. Share it with a mate. Share it with Samaritan. Share it with your mum. Share it with the solicitor. Share it with you know the priest whatever I, I i don't think it's fair to share that stuff with 13 15 year olds but i'm saying that and i'm not using i'm not judging you and i'm not you know you, you do what you got to do no, it sounds but, like a bloody nightmare yeah 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 no it's horrible 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 yes yeah. yeah. so how how do you get through it then ian how did you how do you manage to cope with it what's uh, the, i don't know i just I, I don't know Medita- i'm meditating i'm um uh you know, I'm, I'm checking how my kids are doing, and constant, not constantly, but every now and everything all right, everything all right. And you know, we've had a little bit of a cry this weekend and stuff like that, and that's all right. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that I'm sort of through the worst of it. I, I, I you know, it, it'll it'll be what it'll be. I can see some light at the end of the tunnel. Hey, yeah. I hope I hope we cheered you up, Sarah. You did. Thank you. <laughs> did very we much cheer you up? Yes, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Cheers, Tata. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio, the late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Call straight to air all night. Good evening, line one. Hello, line one. <laughs> was great wasn't that great very very that good. was swish man i enjoyed that oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number um do you want to improve your sex life Catherine? i don't know if i can be bothered <laughs> it's oh a, just a faff isn't it it really is it's such hard work these days um why? What this? What are they recommending? I'm going to tell if you. It, if it's like stirrups and that, forget it. Sex up the holiday. High frisk strategy to lift your mood for red hot saucy sun fun. Oh, up the bum. Right. <laughs> sun fun. That means sun as in the sun, not as in incest. All right. The weather has warmed up over the long weekend, and Randy folk across the nation. We'll be hoping to make it a red... Let me get rid of that, because that's getting annoying me. 
We'll be hoping to make it a red hot break as temperatures soar in the bedroom too. There we go. So how do you make the most of your day off by getting it on with your loved one? Here are the 14, 14, 14, 14 frisky tips to get you in the mood. Frisky tips. Now listen to the first one. I've only read the first one so far. Number one, grill thrills. As millions dust off the barbecues... Oh, no. No nudity near the grill. No, I, no, it's not. Make sure your treats lead to some flaming hot action between the sheets. The best way to do this is to make sure you cook up some aphrodisiac fare. Aphrodisiacs are a myth, aren't they? Mm. They're a myth. Unless that aphrodisiac is a Viagra sandwich, <laughs> then it's, it's a myth. I think, yeah, I think it is a myth. I mean, yeah. it's usually food that isn't the nicest. I mean, oysters, I mean, it's a really oh, grub, grubby thing to eat, isn't it? But they make it sound sexy, so everyone goes, oh, yeah, I love some of them. It's just a big bogey. I think I can hear a cock. I think I can hear a cock coming. No, it's gone. Make oh, sure that you... always happens. Bung a steak on the... All right, go on. Make sure you bung a steak on the barbie. According to Boffins, it increases levels of hormones that control female arousal and contain zinc, linked with the male libido. I've got to be honest, there's nothing that gets me hornier than zinc. Oh! Just desserts. This is just eating stuff. <laughs> I thought it'd be like dressing up in like pants. And things. <coughs> just desserts. Dressing up in pants. Surfing up. Some ice cream will leave you feeling anything but frigid. You don't hear the word frigid anymore, do you? Well. It's packed <laughs> with calcium and phosphorus that can help make orgasms more powerful. You're telling me a 69, uh, sorry, a 99 <laughs> can give you powerful orgasms now? Gosh. When it comes to flavours, it has to be vanilla. The ultimate scent for creating arousal. That's according to a study conducted at Chicago's Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation. Not a real place. No. Add some fruity kebabs to the Barbie too. God. Strawberries are packed with libido-boosting zinc. Zinc! Zinc! (laughs) While watermelon has properties similar to Viagra. If that doesn't work, cut a hole in it. No! And don't look on YouTube for that. It's disgusting. The noise alone. Oh, that woman. Oh, that was a grapefruit, wasn't it? Carry that on. woman giving a BJ with a grapefruit on the penis. Have you seen this? She's got a grapefruit on the penis and she's... But the noise is like... Um, you know, like the real life Tasmanian devils? <laughs> it's like that. I mean, that's got to be off-putting, hasn't it? Let's, I wonder if I Put a bit of Kenny it. G on and try and drown that out. Let's see if we can... Uh, here we go. Grapefruit technique. <laughs> no, don't. You can't. Let's, I don't, can, this, she, I don't. Now, this is my bonus technique, the grapefruit. She said bonus. Normally, you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. <laughs> when you grapefruit your... <laughs> I bet that's... Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, we, we got that dump, did we? Right, let's go to the bit where she's doing it. I, I, okay, she's a very rude lady. Well, she's about to suck off a grapefruit. Where's the bit where she's doing it? Here we go. So she puts a grapefruit... Horrific. ...on... I guess you'd call that a dildo? Um, have we got delay? Okay, let's just try. What do is just suck his dick. <laughs> she said suck. So she's got a big dildo, and she's got a grapefruit that's hollowed out, and she's going to put that... 
over the penis. Okay, and and th- it's the noise. You said you were gonna do. Once he's nice and erect, what you're gonna do is replace the grapefruit from your mouth. You're gonna twist up and down on his shaft and suck the head at the same time. Sorry, I'm trying like to being attacked by dingo. I'm trying to enjoy this oral sex and tune in the radio at the same time. <laughs> I mean, it really is. <laughs> it's um. <laughs> now, ladies, remember, grapefruit is also a fat burner, so you're actually losing weight while you're sucking his dick. <laughs> now, once you're doing this technique. LBC will be doing knife crime. LBC will be doing knife crime, and in many ways, we're doing a knife crime there with that. That's um, that's uh, something else. Okay, I think more, I might, that'll do. I think more of more of these tips um, uh, a little bit later on. Just that noise. <laughs> I mean, wowzers. Um, hang on a second. Yeah, yeah, we're going. We're going to the break now, so you'll have to call back. Who? Well, you obviously. I'm, I've got to go to the adver- to the adverts in twenty seconds. Well, then just keep me on the line, then, in it. Well, no, you call back, in it. <laughs> yeah, we go. Um, I'm I'm dealing with simpletons tonight. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This really has been a very special show. Another hour to go. The late night alternative only on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Beach Boys. Then there's a version of it by someone called Lily Wood and the Prick. No. What's, 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 what's this? Is... It's a great song. I love Kokomo. Oh. <laughs> this could be good. After Florida Keys. Floor on the floor. There's a place called Kokomo. That's where you wanna go to get away from it all. Mess with the tune. I'm tempted to just play versions of Kokomo for the last. Um, Mo just hung up. So, so that worked. <laughs> that, that worked then. It was a song for him as well, Kokomo. Yeah, oh, Mo's just called back in. Here he is. Yes, Mo! You are, man. Yes. How are you? Pretty much the same I was the last time we spoke. <laughs> so, okay, so this time I'm going to be calm. By the way, I don't, I don't really like her T-shirt. I like Catherine's dress, but I don't really like her T-shirt. Don't care, that's why I blocked you on YouTube. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh. can't be bothered with it. Oh. Can't be bothered. My T-shirt is the kids in the hall, are, uh, I'm going to crush your head. Oh, that's really harsh, Captain. Why would you yep. even say that? Deal with it. Why would you even say that? Do you think I care? That's the thing. I, I don't really care. Good. Doesn't matter then, okay. does it? So, so well done for, for staying so calm for at least 12 seconds, Mo. What have you, ca- what, what, what have you called him for this time? Well, I just want to, like... Oh, I actually agree with some of your points that she made about Jeremy Clarkson. And I don't really usually agree with you. I actually agree with some of the comments made about Jeremy Clarkson. But the thing is, like, as a radio presenter who has 99,000 viewers on um, Twitter, you shouldn't be showcasing your hate towards a fellow TV presenter and a fellow friend. I think you're right. No, nah, no, nah, you're winding me up, Andy. No, I think you're you right. You really shouldn't. Uh, you're, no, I think you're right, you... and I apologise. I apologise, sincerely. No, nah, man, but don't treat me like that. Yeah, don't belittle me. I'm not... Hang on a minute. I'm not belittling you, Mo. I agree with you. I've, I've actually... I've given it quite a lot of consideration over the past hour, and um, I think you're right, and I apologise. I apologise to Jeremy Clarkson. I apologise to his family. You're right. I should use this 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 platform I have for, for not spreading hate. Wow, if you agree with me, that's amazing. But if you're sarcastic, which you probably are, I don't know. Well, well I'm agreeing with you, and I apologise. And I apologise if I offended uh, Mr Clarkson and his family. I certainly apologise to you, Mo, um, for uh, uh, for obviously upsetting you. And, and you're right, and it's given me a lot to think about. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. And does Catherine agree with me? That's got... I, I don't know. I've not spoken to Catherine about it, and that's 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 irrelevant. Your beef is with me. And I apologise. Well, speak with Catherine if she agrees with me. Sorry? Speak with Catherine and see if she agrees with me. Speak with Catherine until she agrees with you. <laughs> no, and see if she agrees with well, me. You, you, you could ask her, Mo. She's, she can hear us. She can hear us right now. No, I'm scared of Catherine, to be honest. Because she she's, she's a woman, and, and, and um, yeah. Catherine, do you agree with Mo? I think he makes a lot of very important points, yeah. Yeah, we both agree with you. You've, you've opened up our eyes, so thank you for that, ma'am.
Was this a message from your presenter? A little, like, note behind the table. Say that again, Let sorry. Was that a little note from your presenter, or just, like, just say this tomorrow? No, <laughs> Catherine, listen, I don't know what women you've you've um, spent time with, but Catherine is a free thinker, and uh, I certainly couldn't persuade her or instruct her to, to say or, or think anything. I think women. Okay. I think women are pretty, pretty much equal to men. Well, wh- why are you like pointing out that to me? It's why are you stating the obvious? Well, because you're assuming that I've somehow told her what to say, and that would be unequal, wouldn't it? No, man. I said your presenter from the top, the people above you two. The so presenter. Probably... Ah, you don't. Okay, sorry. You don't. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't. The, and neither do I. The presenter from the top. Yeah, above you is probably sending you notes under the table. Okay, well, yeah, that's happening. No, that's where that's, he lives. He's right. That's happening as well. Yep, <laughs> that's where that's happening. Oh. You are. You, I don't know. I totally, man. I don't know what you're doing. You're annoying me because you're agreeing with me. I know you, you, you've said something. You've listening. said something. I argued with. You. I argued against it. Then I thought about it, and I realised you were probably right. You're being like kind of sarcastic with me, but that doesn't matter. Okay, Motley, here's what you need to do. You need to trust a little bit more, brother. The cat is laughing her head off on the camera. But, like, okay, I'll trust Because you're talking I'll about people passing notes sarcastic. under the desk. There's Could, no one... Uh, there can are you no, see anyone under the desk? There is no presenter under the desk passing notes, Mo. That's just that's, a funny image. That's the paranoid ramblings of a delusional idiot. Um, but in terms of Jeremy Clarkson, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, and I agree with you. Okay, if you actually sincerely do, I don't know if that even makes sense. Then I thank you for that. You've, no, 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 Mo. I thank you for it because you've, you've, you've. I've learnt something tonight, so thank you, man. <laughs> but man, don't worry. I'll still call in. And I'll still disagree with you at times. We well, agree. Okay, I, I agree. I don't know if you agree or not. Okay, but. But only you. only disagree with things that you genuinely disagree with. Don't don't disagree just for the sake of disagreeing. That would be disingenuous. What do you mean by like a lot of the points? Not some of the points you say I disagree with. Okay, but only phone I in mean, and disagree with the points you disagree with. Don't don't disagree. Don't be contrary just for the sake of contrariness. Why is Catherine weaving on the camera? I'm not. She's not me. Are you looking at the right feed? Oh. Yeah, it you're probably, you're probably watching it on Mo. You're probably watching it on a delay. Click if you hover the cursor over it, the word "live" will appear. If you click on the word "live," that takes you to exactly where you are, where we are, or thereabouts. But there's always a slight yeah, delay. Yeah. It. You got it, brother. Well there's done. The red cup. Yeah. Obviously, man, I know what to do. Obviously, I'm not stupid. I don't know why you're like. Well, you're accusing me of doing something I'm not. I'm just. I'm trying to. I'm wondering why you would see something that didn't yeah. happen. But these, you know, mistakes and things and things can happen and the misunderstandings and that's fine. Mo, thanks so much for your call, man. I really appreciate it. Okay, man. See ya. Thanks a lot. Great caller. Great caller. Intelligent guy. Like that. Respect that. He he um, uh, he flagged up something. I disagree with it. I thought about it. I processed the information and realised he was probably right. Thank you, Mo. Best caller of the night so far. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. 
344 So we've got 14 tips to sex up the thing. Tipple tweaks. So we've had we've had have a steak to get you fruity. Is it the zinc? Have a pudding. Um, now it's drink. Tip number three: tipple tweaks. If it was nipple tweaks, I'd, I'd get it. But tipple tweaks. We all love relaxing with a drink on a long weekend, but some types of booze are more likely to put you in the mood than others. Wine can actually help blood flow to the nether regions. Oh! Just try to stick to one glass each. Oh. Work tomorrow? Sharing a strong coffee could do it. Um, Sharing a strong coffee? A study by researchers at the University of Michigan found that those who drank at least one cup of coffee a day engaged in more sexual activity. Okay, so the first three are rubbish. No, hang on a minute. One coffee a day, most people drink coffee. So so the law of averages is that those people are going to... Yeah, okay. Number four, lie in loving. It's not the coffee. Bank holidays give us the chance to catch up on some shut eye. And more time between the sheets means more time for Nookie. <laughs> Morning sex has been shown to boost health and mood. Plus, a recent study published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, ooh, dirty, indicated that if a woman slept for one hour longer, they would have a 14% higher chance of having sex during the following day. So jump up, clean your teeth. And hop back in again for a sexational day off. Yeah, says people who've not got kids. As soon as they hear your foot hit the floor, those kids are out of bed, aren't they? Number five, soccer strip. Lie back and think of England or Scotland, Wales or Northern Ireland or your favourite club. Make a sex game by seeing how many formations, positions and goals, (laughs) orgasms, you can achieve on the night. You can even kick off at the traditional 3pm and see if you can last 90 minutes. Don't forget to switch ends halfway through. Don't go offside. To really make it saucy, both wear your favourite football shirt. God, like, oh, the assumption that I even own one. Number six, back to basics. Turning the clock back on your relationships by doing things like holding hands in the park will lead to the release of oxytocin in the body, a hormone that can boost arousal. Kissing often gets forgotten in long-term relationships. Pick a park bench or a secluded dune on the beach and see how long you can go. (laughs) Kissing, it means. The record, by the way, is 58 hours. Chapped lips. Oh, that's not proper kissing by then. I mean, God, they must be sick of it. Imagine. Make a splash, number seven. Flash the flesh to your partner by breaking out that summer wardrobe. Lots of stars, like Rosie Huntington-Whiteley, huh, have new swimwear wear ranges and you don't have to go to the pool to try them on. What could be sexier than your own personal swim party indoors? Um, everything. Or how about getting a cheap inflatable pool for the garden and enjoying it together? God. Filling it with baby oil. Alternatively... <laughs> Invent your own costume drama with fancy dress outfits. For example, you could pretend you're joining the Mile High Club in air hostess and pilot gear. Pilot gear. <laughs> Who's flying the plane? Oh, I'm thinking too practically, aren't I? Number eight, a horny history. God. This is the adult version of horrible histories. Well. Remember that first date or the first time you first made love to your partner? Recreate the romance by heading back to the same location, by cooking up the identical meal you enjoyed on that occasion, 
or buying the same movie you can noodle to. Is this like this is written by? What if they don't live at that house anymore? It's like it's written, written by right? a kid who's who's <laughs> never had sex. I think it might have been. Number nine, get moving. Whether it's playing an active video game, going for a walk, walk, or getting on your bike, doing some exercise is likely to lead to sex. Not a chance. Research in the Journal of Sexual Medicine has found that women enjoyed a 150% increase in genital arousal following a 20-minute cardio session. Oh, no. Do some jogging. Let's see what happens. And <laughs> no, let me, thanks. Let me put electrodes on your genitals. <laughs> while cycling at high intensity has been linked with higher sexual function. Number 10, change it up. Is there anything in there about lying about <laughs> eating biscuits? Because that's me. When did you last go to the zoo or a fun fair? I think zoos are cruel. Fun fair? Cruel. A study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found couples who engaged in new activities had greater satisfaction in their relationships. Even having a flutter could do the trick. According to psychologist Tracy Cox... Winning causes a rush of adrenaline which can make people more aroused. God. All right. This one's a good one. This I can see this working. Number 11. Source it up. Thousands of us will be hitting the seaside. But whether or not you're going to be down on the beach, take inspiration from the old tradition of saucy postcards. Get out those skimpy undies and recreate some of the classic scenes with your partner. Whether it's having an accident with your ice cream or showing off those stocking tops. Twelve, fantasise. Ask each other to read out passages, passages from an erotic book or ask each other about your raunchiest dreams. What if it doesn't involve your partner? <laughs> um, Gordon's texted in. Trouble is, Ian never reads out text, though. Oh, it is, though. Terrible, isn't it, Gordon? A poll by Love Honey found that three-quarters of women and over half of men have played out a fantasy they'd found in a book, and around two-thirds of both blokes and females have acted out their sexual dreams. Number 13. Two more to go. Crank up, Banging tunes. Crank up some beats. <laughs> Boffins found listening to music releases the feel-good neurotransmitter dopamine, helping to increase libido. 14. Get in pole position. Oh, no. There's nothing like pleasing your other half in the sack and hoping they'll return the favour. This is all women, have you noticed? Women dressing up, no, women no, no, doing the no, pole dancing, no, no, well, women no, no, putting cosies on right, for no reason. Well, no, no, it's not at all. It's said both of you dress up, both of you put the cosies on. It's not pole dancing. Calm down, you're jumping to conclusions. There's nothing like pleasing your other half in the sack and hoping they'll return the favour. Learn what positions are their favourite. Research shows, and you can use this, women tend to get the most orgasms on top, while doggy style is a hit with the guys. What's that got to do with poles? Pole position. Position. Pole position. Oh, right. Polling position. Oh. Polling day. Okay. It's polling okay. day. Okay. Okay. That's what it's all about. Okie dokie. Very, very, very horny advice there, guys. Okay. I hope that's um, certainly given you I'd some I'd suggest ideas. if you're taking any of this, you just let, let it go. Yep. Guy's dead. There we go. <laughs> Um, yes, line one. Hello. Yeah, hello. How you doing? It's exactly the same as it was last time we spoke. What you got? I was wondering, um, you know that when you said that you came off that, uh, 
antidepressant. Yes. I can't remember that. Mertzapine. And he said that yes. sleep was a problem. Yes. Well, a while ago, I was on um, some medic. Well, I still am on some medication. Yes. I'm on uh, venlafaxine and epilim. And at the time, my psychiatrist also gave me uh, some cotiapine, which he said would help me sleep, and therefore would be less chance of me drinking late into the night. Okay. The thing about the cotiapine was it's uh, antipsychotic, but it it does actually work wonders in terms of getting you to sleep, but... I'm sure that have you uh, ruled out having any help in getting you to sleep, or do you, do you sleep okay now? No, I don't sleep very well, but I'm not tired, so I'm I'm fine. If I was struggling in the day, then I would um, be uh, no. I'm I'm only off the drugs three weeks. I'm I'm happy to see where this goes. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay, that's good. There we go. Excellent stuff. Thanks very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Calls we'll go straight to air. Um, this evening, um, well, it's two and a half hours, and it's been pretty busy. Mm-hmm. And the, it, this is the first time it's kind of dropped off, which is great. Which is great because uh, that's because bank holiday Mondays are normally really really tough to get any calls so we've had a busy one of the busiest nights we've had in the last couple of weeks and now we get back to that last 35 minutes yeah. of the show yeah. where recently i'd say the last five six weeks the last 35 minutes have been a little bit different from the rest of the show in that we've not had as many calls and the calls that we've tended to get have not felt connected to the show in any way um and i just don't quite know what to do with the last 35 minutes of the show it's a bit weird isn't it do you remember it when we used to do the breakfast show and there was the like six thirty to 7 o'clock yep yep and it was a sort of standalone secret like easter egg of a show yep maybe we do something like that maybe we do something like that i don't really um i don't really know i'll tell you what i watched today i've not really watched a lot of it judge rinder Judge Grinder. I wish he had... Sometimes he has some really funny cases. Often they're not. You know who um, conducted his marriage service, don't you? Yes, Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch did it. Because they're like best mates. They went to uni together. Mm. Um, very, very posh. There was a trailer for the new um, Rinder series where he goes and investigates some of the biggest unsolved murders in Britain. Oh. Yeah. I'm not sure if I want him on serious. But basically, it's, it's poor man's Judge Judy. Yeah. Now, the show idea I had, and I tried to sell this <clears throat> about 13 years ago. It's a great idea for a show. Is it's Judge Judy, but for kids, right? So it would be me as the judge. And you do it like a proper courtroom. Mm-hmm. And then you get, like, these two eight-year-old girls come in. And they, they go, so, so what's going on? Well, she has... We were best friends... And she has stopped playing with me, mm-hmm. and she's been bad-mouthing me to oh, think. Okay, what's That's what your... I've been doing all weekend. Yeah, what's your side of the story? Well, what happened was, and you do it, and then you you treat it seriously, and you, you'd issue, like, uh, right, well, here's what you've got to do. You're not allowed to speak to each other for two weeks, and then I want you to shake out. You know, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know what the, the, the thing would be. And I thought that would be an absolute winner, because I'm brilliant with kids. 
I'm brilliant with kids. And I thought that would be a cracking show. And they never went for it. Gosh. They'd let Dawn French do that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's you. Well, maybe maybe, maybe they should let Dawn French do it. Because I'd watch it. It's still the show that I would... Um, still a show that I would watch, I think. It'd be good. Yeah, it'd be a good old show. I love Judge Judy. Um, I like Bert, her assistant. Yeah. I like her um, funny one-liners. Yeah. Like... Beauty fades, dumb is forever. I like it when um, she has to go into the judge's chambers <clears throat> make to a make phone a phone call. call. <laughs> I'm here, Judge Julie here. I'm here with a guy called Steve, and he says that he bought a car from you uh, five years ago for $2,000. Oh, no? You don't know the guy? Oh, thanks. Very interesting. Yeah, I love all that. I love her frilly collars. Yep, yep. yep. I love her shrewd observations. Uh, I think she's funny, man. I think it's a great... It's the best of those courtroom shows. I'm just trying to find another um, of these Watco things. Um, So we did driving... We did driving test, didn't we? Yes. We did aliens and UFOs. Yes. We did... We didn't do cake. Oh, no, but I really fancy that. We didn't do cake. There we go. Let Let me boot up cake. That will probably start playing. I love cakes. Here we yeah. go. Cakes, I love cakes, I love cakes. I love cake, I've got enough cake. Passionate about cake. Chocolate fudge cake, I love it with custard on. Yeah, do I like cake? I bought seven bars of chocolate from Aldi this morning. Chocolate, I live on chocolate and cakes and... No, I'm terrible. Uh, I don't know, I like any cake. Anything. When I was t- uh, about 22, me and a couple of my mates, we uh, went over to live over Jersey for a year, for the season. Uh, I worked in the kitchen, the kitchen porter. And uh, one night we got a currant cake, split it down the middle, and covered it completely in dope, put it together and cut it in four bits, and uh, Jesus blew our heads off. Amazing. That's the best cake. It was a double-layered Victoria sponge cake with all the nice bits inside. And that was absolutely beautiful. Get your butter and your sugar and mix it up. And then get your egg yolk, put it in, make a nice sponge, yeah. Get plenty of air into it. Yeah, I love baking. I've never baked a cake now. I've iced cakes, I've decorated cakes for people for birthdays. You know, I've helped and helped people decorate cakes. I tend to be good at sculpting the things on the top of the cake. So if somebody wants a whatever, I think I did a pyramid cake once and um, I've done one or two cakes ice, but I've only done the icing. I'm probably better at, uh, at making cakes than I am at making pastry. Um, but, um, oh, going back, uh, my mother was the secretary of the local WI and they had a cake-making competition which was run by McDougall's where they supplied the flour and then they supplied the prize and my mother said, go on, make a cake for me because she wanted a few more entries and I made a Victoria Spun sandwich which was highly commended. We used to take cakes into work and it was my turn to, to bake a cake so I said to my wife, I'm going to take a cake in. What do you think I ought to make? She says, why do you try making devil's food cake? I said, OK. Well, I messed up the mixture totally so it made enough 
from about 20 people. She said, I've never seen this cake came out. It was about three foot high. So, so they, it kept them going for, for weeks. You know the chocolate, roll, the chocolate rolls you can get, the Swiss rolls like this? I could stuff one of them in and eat it within about a minute. As soon as I get out of the shop, open the bag, go on, have a piece. Uh, not a piece, an old cake. I had a magic moment with the gatto and my current partner. Strawberry gatto is very, very messy. <laughs> mm, I just got a real bargain from a garage, actually, which was reduced to a quid, and that was nice. That was a cherry and pineapple sponge cake, which was which was nice. Might not sound that nice, but it was nice, nice and moist, as my mum would say. It's a lovely moist sponge. <laughs> you go buy the cake, you let it defrost a bit, and then you feed each other nicely. Have you not seen nine and a half weeks? The next thing I knew, this lady turned up to see me. She was not the nicest of looking ladies. In, in my opinion, she would have been better suited on, on the docks at the fish market. And she turned up with this birthday cake. It was a, I think it was a single layer cake, plain sponge cake, but there was a lot of cream on the cake and it got thrown in my face. And I was not a happy boy. And while that was happening, photos were taken. She was sat on my knee. How was she dressed? Scantily. It was embarrassing. I was in a uh, Bettenberg on night. Cake. Cake or Bettenberg? Uh, yeah, yeah. Didn't that all do, yeah. Was it the marzipan that you gave? Oh, yeah, that man the outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's four little squares, isn't it? Don't know, it make me hungry. It's a good word, though, isn't it? It sounds a good word, doesn't it, marzipan? There are certain words that sound nice. Some words that don't sound so nice. Marzipan. Marzipan. <laughs> I like honey cake. I like marzipan icing. Yeah, sweet tooth, I am. I've cut down a lot, but I'm into my biscuits at the minute. My custard creams. I could eat packets on them all in one go. Custard creams, I love them. Addicted to them. Ducking them in your coffee. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air until one o'clock when Paul Ross comes in. Good evening, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello, you hear me? Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Just about, yeah. Yeah, I'm whispering because everyone's asleep. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's sleeping. You're you're asleep. You're phoning up while you're asleep. Oh, everybody else is sleeping. Oh, everybody's sleeping. So you have to. Um, uh, sound like a robot. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Great show, by the way. I know. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm glad they didn't wake everyone up. What a delightful idiot. <laughs> Everybody's sleeping. Ah, people are strange. Um, yeah, no, I don't like marzipan. Oh, I do. A right, big yellow, I remember a thick block of it at my nan's, Nanny Peg's, and I was about five. Bright yellow. Mm-hmm. And I think my aunt was making a cake. And I bit into it. Well, it tastes like aniseed. No. no almond. 
Well, well almonds. Oh, almonds. Almonds taste like aniseed, though. No, aniseed tastes like licorice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almonds taste like licorice. No. Well, they, it does, actually. Um, it does. No. Yeah, it does. But anyway, I don't like the taste of almonds. I can't, oh, I can't, I, I can't have almonds, I can't have licorice, and I can't have marzipan. Okay, good rules. <coughs> Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Hello, Ian. Could, could we have uh, maybe a radio lock in where you do with Paul Ross first hour? No, that's not going to happen. Line two, you're on the wireless. <laughs> Explain the experience to anyone who's never smoked a joint. Basically, one, like for instance, understand it's set up, you get the munchies and you just want to eat and eat and eat. So, you know, true. that's one thing, get munchies, it's like really munchies and this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just feel like really relaxed and mellow and heavy. Like, I feel personally, I feel heavy when I smoke it. Like, I feel like, ah, oh, and you feel really lethargic. You know, like, if you, when you really, like, if you need to do something and you really don't want to do it, that's <clears> how you feel. It's just lethargic. And you, if you always fall into areas, you can get the giggles as well. So, yeah, I mean... I always found the munchies thing was a myth. I never really got them. We got hungry... But that's just because you've, you've been, been smoking sa- all day. Well, because you've been sat around for five hours talking rubbish. And so you go, oh, I'm hungry, yeah. Let's, right, let's go and get some sweets. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Sweets. That's what it is. You go and get some, you go and go out and buy a packet of Rolos. Oh, I could murder some Rolos. Oh, stop talking about sweets oh, and no, cake. I know. Yes, line four, you're on the wireless. You're good, man. How are you? Exactly the same as when we spoke a, a little while ago. Okay, I want to ask you a question, yeah? Let's see if you agree. Why are you so interested in whether we agree on things? I don't understand. You, you should be your own person, Mo. Because you're a respected radio presenter. Okay, ask me the question. Let me ask, yeah? Okay, make Just it make it quick, because three's pushing it a bit, but go on. Just open the floor. Okay, so what's your view on legalising drugs? I think it's a really dull phone-in topic that I vowed never to do because it's lazy, lazy radio. Just, just give us your view. No, on no, I'm not. I'm not going to, Mo, because it's just, it's it's kind of that and and toys from the seventies are both really dull, lazy, um, uh, unimaginative phone-in things, and I've I've always said I'd never do them. Yeah, but just like give us your no, Mo, view, Mo, man. Mo. I'm not your puppet. You don't dictate my narrative. No, I'm not going to ask Catherine then. No, why no. do you always talk about me as if I'm not here? Because he's scared of women. That's why. Mo, what do you think? Say what you're going to say. Well, drugs should definitely be legalised. Okay, I think you've had enough, some. But thanks very much for calling. Let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Line. That was rude, twat. That was even ruder of you, you twat. You know, bigger twat. Um, that's possibly true. Okay. Uh, Isn't that that guy? Yeah, yeah, it is. Sex offender. Gosh. Sex offender, calling me up and calling me for years. Never actually seen a naked person in real life. Wish they'd go away because they are a weirdo touching their balls when they call me. 
That guy's such a loser. Used to phone me at LBC. They were some of the dullest calls I've ever taken. And I can make gold out of rubbish calls. Just listen to me talking to Mo. But even that guy I can't control. His calls are so dull. He's a boring caller. And a sex offender. Man, go away. I'm never gonna touch your winky with my mouth. That's what you want me to do. I won't be doing it to you. You're just not my kind. My kind are interesting guys. My kind of funny guys. Where you are no surprise. You are a boring, lonely loser. Leave me alone. Guitar solo. Uh, etc. etc. Yes, line one. Hello, Ian. It's Hannah. Hello. I'm hiding. Okay. Guess where I am. Um, You're uh, in the kitchen. No. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, second question this time next week. Line two, you're on the wireless. First there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is. First there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is. First there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is. First there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is. It's a great song. The only good song Donovan did. Atlantis. Yes, line one. And Jay Balvin, this is X on the Capitol A show. I love your energy like a cool breeze. Yeah, I can't hear it. That, that, considering that was the guy that was um, was didn't want to wake everyone up, he suddenly got very, very noisy. Shh. Oh, three, four, four. Four, nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Het 
Want die had wat vertraging en mijn god daar baal ik van Omdat ik nu tien minuten minder bij je blijven kan Waar ik nooit ben geweest Er allemaal plots een kar roept Een juffrouw koffie thee Ik heb wel dorst Toch zeg ik nee Want de trein vermindert vaart Terwijl mijn hart steeds sneller gaat Kijk uit het raam Om te zien of zij daar staat Kregering, kregering, kregering Kregering, kregering, kregering Kijk om me heen en even voel ik mij alleen. Want ik zie haar nog niet staan. Maar van achter een pilaar schijnt haar lachende gezicht voor mijn gevoel. Lijkt alles langzamer te gaan. En ik ren op haar af, zij komt mij tegemoet. En achter ons vertrekt de trein, omdat de trein nou eenmaal verder moet. Ik blijf bij jou slapen, want jij woont bij het spoor. En s'nachts, oelala. Gaat het ritme That for years. That's a great song. It's about train. It's the, it's the rhythm of the train. Gedang gedang. Gedang gedang. Gedang gedang. Ooh. Call straight to air. Um, no withheld numbers. No pretending that you. Whatever you're doing there, don't do it because you're, you're a dick. Um, it's been a, a overall. Overall, I would give tonight's show for a bank holiday. I would give it a seven out of ten. Mm, I'd go. I'd nudge it up to a seven and a half. Oh, maybe an eight. Well, then I don't think you can do halves if you're ranking out of ten. Eight, then. Well, I don't think it's an eight. It's well, certainly not an eight. It's not about your opinion. It's about mine. Um, um, uh, <laughs> by the way, there's been a bloodbath on the YouTube feed. I just muted loads of people. Time them out. For because um, it was all getting a bit me. Mo was having a go. At everyone, everyone's having a go at Mo. Napoleon blown apart is talking about dental dams are not an effective prophylactic when performing fellatio. Stay safe, my darling. Jeez, <laughs> what's going on in there? What's going on in there, guys? Crying out loud. Um, that's a nice sound, isn't it? 
It's beautiful. Scene. Is it going to be a hot day tomorrow? I hope so. I've I've got to lie in tomorrow because I've, I've I'm not doing Good Morning Britain because of the Clarkson comments. Mm-hmm. There's, there's apparently is an internal investigation is being launched at ITV. That's another job I've screwed up. Um, oh well, these things these things happen. These things happen. Uh, so I haven't got to be in town until. Uh, I don't think I've got to be in town until five o'clock. I'm seeing, I'm seeing my man. Lays about then. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna play some video games, a bit of Overwatch. Well, I'll be around. Okay. Well, Do you want to that... escape from prison? Uh, yeah, actually, I would love to escape from prison. Um, someone, someone, tell me what happens a bit later on. But there's... oh, why? Okay. Why well, do people have to spoil it? It involves involves a parachute. Um, Is there only one? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> think sucks so. to be you. Yeah, yeah. So I think you can you can kill the other person. Oh. Anyway, anyway. So um, so that's that. Kind of run out of steam in the last few minutes. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing in the papers. As there there wouldn't be because it's a bank holiday. Very little going on in the world. Everything kind of stops, doesn't it, for um, the bank holiday? Yeah. For the bank holiday, yeah. Then it's all going to restart tomorrow. I've got to get my tyres sorted out. I suppose at some point. Six million people watched the uh, first episode of um, Millionaire. It's because it's the format. It's such. It's such a great format. It's a good quiz. Like that weakest link is a good quiz. Saw a weird quiz today, hosted by Warwick Davis, mm. called Tentative. It had ten in the title. Ten, tenable. Thank you. Because you had to come up with ten. So it'd be like, can you name? Right. One of the questions was, name the first ten. Top ten singles by The Who. Oh, wow. Right. I'd have been in like Flynn. Um, and the, the more you name, the more money you stand the chance of winning. Does it have top ten ways to spice up your love life in the sun? <laughs> Come in, Paul Ross. I love the way you loiter out there like a little orphan child. He's polite. That's he's, what it is. He's got manners. Come, Old school. Don't come blazing in. He's Courtesy costs nothing, as my mum used to say. Old school. And I like that. <laughs> How you doing, Paul? You're all right. I quite enjoy that tenable show because you can shout at the screen like pointless. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was, the, it was just the first time I'd seen it. I'd, I've not watched daytime TV for a long, old time. And uh, it's a lot of quizzes now. A lot of quizzes. There's and a... I can at last stop watching GMB as long as you're suspended. Because only because ch- I, you know, not, not my cup of tea really. No, it I'll... could be my late night telly when someone. Yeah, did bless it, but, you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that tenable was was uh, was good. Though, and it all hinged today on this on the um, the the final round was ten squares on the Monopoly board that are not train stations or streets. Oh. Or street to get utilities. Yeah. So you got your utilities. What? Community chest. Yeah. Opportunity. No chance. Chance. Are you right? Jail. Yeah. Sorry. Can jail go to jail? Go to jail. And so just, I, thought, I thought that was my turn, Kath, to be guessing. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Okay. No, it's fine. Sorry, I was showing <laughs> <it> on telly. <laughs> <laughs> to the most competitive people, um, and it was. And one woman got them all right because because everyone got knocked out really early, and she's going, oh, "I'm really into Monopoly. I think I can do this." And then she did it. She got it all right. It was quite exciting. Yeah. The Who singles I got. They didn't have a clue. They did one the other day, which was good. Pet Shop Boys. The first ten top oh. ten singles of the Pet Shop Boys, and that was quite good. It's a sin. West End Girls. West End Girls was their first hit, wasn't it? Shopping. So, Suburbia was in there. I remember that in Shopping. I'm, I'm, Heart, maybe. Heart starts missing a beat. Go or... West is probably too late, isn't it? I'm Go not West. sure. Sorry? Oh, yeah. 
I was like 90s, wasn't it? Oh, you're falling asleep. Yeah, I'm so tired. <laughs> we're, like, we're losing cash. Everyone's a critic. <laughs> What's on your show tonight, well, Paul I am Ross? genuinely excited, okay? Yeah. The world's oldest living mammal is a giant tortoise called Jonathan that lives on St. Helena where Napoleon died. Is he coming on? We are speaking to the vet who looks after him. Hey! He's from, live from St. Helena. He's 186 years old, not the vet, the tortoise, and apparently wow. he will no longer mate because they decided he's too old to yeah. risk a cataract operation. <laughs> he's lost his sense of smell. Yeah. His last partner was a gifted 1991 from the French consul called Frederica. A gift. 11 years, That's 11, how we used to treat women yeah. in the 50s, a gift. <laughs> 11 years later, they found out that Frederica was actually Frederick, oh. so nothing happened there. He last impregnated a female joint tortoise in 1919. The dopey bint fell off a cliff. Oh. He has no offspring that we know of, so we're talking to Joe Hollins, the vet on St. Helena, who's been there for seven or eight years. Wow. So that's a wonderful place, and he's got the world's oldest living mammal in his care. And he knows him, because he, well, he, he can't smell anything, he can't smell the food, but he calls... And he comes scuttling towards him. Wouldn't you love that in your life? How? Why have tortoises got this reputation for being slow? Because they're not. I know you said this one's like a demon. This one's like a little jaguar. They nip along, man, and they can dig as well. They can. Although I saw a very when I lived in Bissom near Marlow, out there in uh, Buckinghamshire, Berkshire Borders, I saw a very sad sign in the orchard where I used to walk the dog. Yeah. And somebody, a family, had lost their pet tortoise. It had scuttled away, Uh and they put a they kind of staple with a nail gun or something, a picture to a tree, a picture of the tortoise. Like, if you saw any stray tortoise in an orchard in the home counties, you wouldn't think someone's lost this. Just think, oh, no, it's the wrong one. It's not there, Henry, from number 27. Yeah. It's a different tortoise. Yeah. So we're doing that on the show today. We're also crossing live to Cambodia for a big news story over there about kind of, effectively, demonstrations by journalists because their last paper that's not state-owned has been sold into the kind of private sector, and it's a kind of government PR organisation. So that's a biggie for us. And 60 years ago today... The Hammer Dracula premiered, the world premiere. Oh. So we're talking about the Dracula kind of phenomenon. Christopher want... Lee, was it? Christopher Lee was yeah. Dracula, yeah. Peter Cushing, of course, was a brilliant, very active yeah, man, Helsing, yeah. 1958. It actually paved the way for British cinema, like the new wave, so-called, like uh, Look Back in Anger, Loneliness of Long Distance Runner, Saturday Night, Sunday Morning, even Alfie. Because for the first time, a British film was taken really seriously, and it was a colour film. So that really kind of opened the floodgates for British cinema. Up until then, British cinema was kind of, unless it was a big war film, yeah. it was kind of looked down on. So we're talking to Kim Newman, who's a top horror expert. That classic christopher lee dracula look is that's up there with darth vader man it's he's, he's a, i worked with christopher lee in pakistan for for a few months and we you could ask him anything but you weren't allowed to ask him about dracula oh. you weren't allowed you to make... special forces in the second world war was the soe I yeah think. yeah oh, imagine really that coming man. out of the dark if your son yeah. was he soldier six foot seven or whatever he was he and I, I was with christopher lee the first time he ever had pepsi oh he, wow. he asked he asked for a coke and the guy came and said, I'm really, a runner came and said, I'm really sorry, Mr. Lee, we haven't got any Coke, we've got this. And he handed him a Pepsi and he looked at him and went, what is this Pepsi Cola? <laughs> and I went, oh, it's just the same as Coke, Chris, you won't, you won't notice the difference. Neither he, Pepsi nor Coke would endorse that yeah. last sentiment, <laughs> I have to say. I'm no, just, that's another suspension coming your way. It's like the, fall, it's like the bridge into Bristol. You know, more suspensions than a bridge over a river. Uh, Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock. Let's take this last call of the night. Good evening, caller. Oh, well, that was, di- that was, that was anticlimactic. Hello? Is it me you're looking for? Oh, flipping it. Well, I'll that... take my assessment. It's a seven out of ten. That was a... And that's pushing it. That was a disappointing <laughs> end to the, uh, to the evening. Dear listener, don't forget, you can go and download the Best Of podcast. It comes out sort of about seven, eight o'clock every evening. Um, and, uh, you can get that on iTunes or you can go to talkradio.co.uk. You can also get the Rabbit Hole podcast, which is another show that me and Catherine do. Uh, we are here Monday to Friday. 
10 o'clock at night. You can listen to Talk Radio on DAB. Download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk. Don't go anywhere. Coming up after 1 o'clock, it's Paul Ross.